0: What if you were, were cursed you... by a witch that any time you said thick for the rest of your life, it had to be like that.
1: It <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: but it was only that like
0: she did nothing else to fuck your life up yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like is that it and you thought you got off the hook but then anytime you had to say thick it was like oh shit
1: <laughs> you mean
2: anytime you had to say thick it was <laughs> oh
3: no I'm crying before the pre-roll <laughs> I think that is the pre-roll
0: <laughs> I think now it is <laughs> <laughs> we made it work fellas <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome to the cynical nerd uh, episode five. I don't know what the title is yet. We'll figure it out while we're recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, with me today, as always, I have Scott and Derek. Scott, how's it
3: going? I'm doing okay, man. <laughs> oh, uh, I uh, I have I have a few retractions to make. Uh, we, we shamelessly shat all over uh, the haunting of Bly Manor, and uh, in, in my downtime <laughs> while I was a sick baby boy this week, I watched it its entirety. And it only sucks half as bad as we gave it credit for. It's, it's not an entire shit show, uh, but Hellstrom Hot. can still suck a, a big, fat, veiny, crystalline <laughs> log out of Derek Schmeckle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Derek Schmeckle. Yeah. All right. Very good. That was a good
0: intro. And uh, Derek, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, doing good. I'm ready to talk about this thick log of topics <laughs> that we have set before us. Ready to talk about shit. That's That's uh, all I'm I can blessed. say.
2: In a callback to episode one, I am feeling very chuckle house right now, so (laughs) hopefully I can uh, not fuck up too many joke deliveries. Um, We have a lot of stuff to talk about today, guys. Uh, Right off the top are our debate results from last week. And the victorious one is is me, myself. And Tom Smallhands, and uh, we got the most votes. So fuck both you guys. Let's move on. Uh, no, I'm just Depends on how you define Listen, victory. Uh, really, <laughs> Scott losing in
0: all the right ways means that I won. That's the only thing that I needed.
3: I don't know about that. And I, I got yeah. it. So I, I, I want to bet that out of our out of our droves of followers who who you know took the time to have their voices be heard, uh, most of them probably didn't know what the fuck they were even voting for. They are probably wow, just voting sure. for right, right. for the for the best you know the best Spider Man like film. Or, or film series.
0: Just remember that uh, for the next poll, guys, that Scott's calling you all dumb. He's saying you don't know what you're voting <laughs> for. You have oh, no if, if idea. You,
3: if, you're, if you're one of the seven people who voted for Toby Maguire, you are in <laughs> fact dumb as fuck. You're looking at how you're looking at how to have, like use an algorithm to figure out who you are because I would send you all boxes of my own human shit. Just. <laughs> The
2: uh, we we pulled the biggest prank that we pulled on all of you is that we're all in agreement to the actual best Spider-Man is and that is Miles Morales in Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. One hundred. So
3: yeah, hundred percent. Even even in a, a controversy, we live all agree. <laughs> yeah.
2: The entire episode was a farce. I apologize. It'll never happen again. Just kidding. It's going to happen today. Uh, So Tom Smallhands and myself, once again, the most important victors. And right off of the end of that announcement is our first piece of news for the week in review, which is that Tom Smallhands, (laughs) best Spider-Man, was cast in the Uncharted movie. (laughs) I read that verbatim. (laughs) Whoever entered that, because it's fucking funny. Uh, Tom, <laughs> I almost call him Small Hands yeah, without did. trying yeah, to. Really yeah. Tom Holland is has been cast as Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie adaptation that has been kind of brewing for years at this point, like literal years. They were talking about having uh, Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake for a while, oof. and now yeah. apparently, yeah, big oof. And now it's Tom Holland. They have a picture which you can find on uh, the interwebs, and you know, I he look he looks like him. I mean, but you know, what else do you want from a set photos? That,
3: I just, I just want to hear Derek shit all over Tom Smallhand. No, 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 no. I wanted you guys.
0: I wanted you guys to. I wanted you guys to go first. That's it. I, I wanted to hear what you guys had to say, and then I'm. I'm going to say what I have to say.
3: I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Naughty Dog Tomb Raider on the big screen.
0: Uh,
3: <laughs> mostly because, like, it's that it's, sounds like
0: a that sounds like a real like D-list porn. Naughty yeah. Dog Tomb Raider.
3: Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, all the all the Tomb Raider movies have been like not great. You know what I mean? Like, uh. And this is kind of gonna be, it's kind of the same vibe, but I feel like Naughty Dog puts a lot more thought into their stories, which has been apparent from the very first entry of Uncharted. So I think it depends on how closely they're working with Sony on the actual script. And, you know, it looks it looks cool. Hopefully it doesn't suck. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I, I played all the games except for the spinoff game that did not feature uh, Nathan. Well, it might. He might have a cameo. I don't I don't fucking know. I didn't play it. Uh, but Nathan Drake the uh, titular character from the Uncharted series, he's actually a descendant of Sir Francis Drake, which is kind of his into the whole herder, look, I'm an explorer type of thing. Uh, the the <laughs> game's indeed. Pretty, Is that how you sell up those games? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, how, that's how I sell it to everybody. Uh, if you would like to get your hands on some herder exploration. <laughs> but the game is known for what Naughty Dog is known for, which is these giant cinematic set pieces, um, some cool action. It's, it's pretty fun. Actually, when the uh, fourth one was coming out, I had never beaten the original so I bought like the trilogy package on PlayStation 3 mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And if you just put those games on like the easiest game mode, it's like watching a movie cuz everything dies. It's not hard and you get to watch all the cutscenes. It works pretty fucking well. <laughs> um I had
0: I, I've never played through all the way through any of them. Like I've always wanted to actually uh the first one has some pretty aged mechanics and that always turns me off and I have this weird thing where like I don't want to skip the first one or miss a couple or anything. Uh, so I've like tried some of the other ones just to see how their mechanics are and they seem pretty good. Um, I have nothing bad to say about those games. And frankly, I have nothing bad to say about Tom Holland being cast as Nathan Drake. Um,
2: You've come a long way. I
0: don't know. (laughs) Uh, Defeat has humbled me. Um, No, I, I I, I don't know enough about Nathan to say that Tom Holland couldn't do it. All I can tell is he looks a little young to play him. I always saw Nathan as maybe like mid thirties or something, but I don't think that automatically like, Cards him out from being able to do a convincing thing. So, yeah. Th- the other thing is, I can't get excited for any video game movie. So, like, I'm That's still kind of fair. in yeah. the red here. Well, the, <laughs> like, I, I mean, the, the fucking track record is not good.
2: Yeah. Let's just no, put it that way. No. Yeah. Yeah. But just yeah. The, in a vacuum, I, I don't hate it. Unless you like seeing Dennis Hopper snort fungus for an entire movie <laughs> and being attacked by a reptilian people.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: I do. <laughs> That movie I mean, was not bad, all right? When yeah. you just take away the way you think about
0: things, it's not that bad. All right? Again, in a vacuum, <laughs> enjoyable movie.
3: I would 100% watch that one for the Patreon. Oh, my God, yes. In a vacuum is where that movie belongs,
2: because someone should have stomped all the discs into dust and then sucked it the fuck up with a dirt devil.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, from what I understand, this is supposed to be like a younger version of Nathan Drake. This is supposed to be like a prequel to the games kind of explaining like how he became the great explorer. So we're going to see a younger, a younger Nathan Drake who's making mistakes very much in the vein of every role Tom Holland plays. I know we've, we've heard it. Uh, <laughs> oh, you now gotta you should. Oh,
2: okay. You got to play the hands you're dealt, man. He is a young guy. Yeah, really.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm down for that. If for only because that means they're not trying to just take the plot of game number one and turn it into yeah, a movie because that's as someone the who's, show. right, right. I mean, nods to things in the games are fine, but when you, you know, like why would I, I saw that movie. Yeah. It was in the game. Yeah. I saw, yeah. you know, it was probably way better done and it was way more interactive. So yeah. it, t- yeah. it took way longer. You know. That's I don't the ever thing now,
0: just not, not to like get too sidetracked here, but I don't ever mind when you take an adaptation and you take the sort of soul of characters and soul of the story and do something new with it. I don't think things need to be an exact, like, you know, this column to that column representation. It sometimes when you take it from one medium to the next, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't really see, I don't know. I don't see it as a bad thing.
3: I mean, like when you see like movies like super Mario brothers that we shat all over last week, that we will continue to shit on in the near future. And for days and years and weeks and, and right, right. You know,
0: just till death do us part
3: t- turtles all the way down forever and ever. Uh, God, it, it's just back then they didn't have a cohesive narrative. They didn't have like a real story to the games. is Why you get this weird shit that makes no fucking sense. It's like it was just a couple of sweaty dudes coked out of their minds in a writer's room for like probably a weekend or a week and a half. Uh, but now, like now, you see like better represent, like better storytelling within games, like where it has that cinematic quality, the character development's there. You don't really have to do a lot. So translating that from one medium to the other is literally just copy paste. There's no value in it. Yeah, fair. yeah,
0: and coked out scripts are at least just a great just oh, yeah. train wreck to watch. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, the best part
2: of like 90 minimum. cinema. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of gems in the 90s. And by snake, gems, I mean. Snake God Eyes? You guys Snake Eyes wasn't on a
3: Coke bench. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like. Wild Things? That was two dudes who hated their wives, who just wanted to have Denise Richards make out with Nev Campbell. That's what that entire movie exists for. And they nailed it. They, yeah, they, they, they achieved Fucking, what they set out uh. to do, and we all
2: benefited which from was, it. Which was softcore pornography. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we did kind of a weird segment where we wanted to talk about the results of the spider-man debate and then use that to springboard off and to talk about tom holland but now before we get to the rest of the news we have something we would like to announce we talked about it earlier in the week i actually moved one of my streams for it um, but we've set up our patreon account we've had people ask about it and by people i mean fids yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we love you fids. and uh, so Anybody? the Patreon is set up. It's patreon.com slash The Cynical Nerd. And the first piece of content has been posted, which is a watch along. The three of us watching the original Witches film from the 1990s. Actually, from 1990. I did that last week, too. That stars Angelica Houston. Um, Rowan Atkinson, a.k.a. Mr. Bean, is in it. Also, I think gaze, he gets butt
3: in the movie. Gaze upon him. We're all in <laughs> agreement.
2: He got butt, right? Oh, yeah. He totally, oh, he, he got, got some butt. He, he, he totally fucking made, too. Yeah. yeah. He, he got like dirty maid butt. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, went, st- I don't know if he took it straight down to the hill, the whole nine <laughs> <laughs> hill deep. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we watched that. It was a fucking blast. Like I can't wait to do another one. We were all, we all had alcohol. We were riffing the whole time. Um, if you are interested in getting that, we only have one tier up right now. It's five bucks a month, but look, the podcast is always going to be free. Um, even if we, even if we're lucky enough to, put ads in it, we'll put the podcast up ad free on Patreon mm-hmm. for those people. And we're only going to get more and more content. Our goal right now is to have up one piece of additional content a week. So either a watch along or a debate or something like that. Um, and of course, you know, reach out to us on Twitter, uh, hashtag, ask to ask us a question or give us a suggestion. You can email us at questions at the cynical nerd.com. You can Facebook message us. I don't wh- however, whatever you want to do. Just get that over. Anyway, you can message
3: that. Derek yeah. personally.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show up I mean, at you have door. To know You could
3: scrawl a crude note in blood and feces and just you know, nail it to his front door.
0: Yeah, I'm actually leaving, like, little hints of what my address is throughout every episode. For <laughs> So you have to go back and listen to the old ones, too, to figure out what it is. And then you can yeah. just show up. You can kill me. And then just leave your message.
2: <laughs> Something...
3: Well, yeah, keep keep going. There's a like cipher the- you can
2: download at uh, I don't yeah. know twenty three dot com
3: like when, when you kill him, there's a tattoo around the out, outer rim of his butthole that you can use to decipher all the messages he has scrawled in blood in the notebook in his desk.
0: Yeah. I mean, this you don't is have him to passing kill him. the mantle of the zodiac killer. Like once you get me, you'll be the zodiac killer.
2: It's just yeah. sort of something just keeps going. He didn't get the mantle by killing people, but to find out how he got the mantle, you have to see the t- uh, butthole tattoo. So I mean, you know, <laughs> it's kind of a win-win.
3: Uh, yeah. Plus, you get um, to see my butthole. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe, that, maybe we throw that on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, that's the only fans. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, coming <laughs> soon. Oh, yeah, we, we, <laughs> did, we, did, we, we did discuss
3: soon. today that uh, when we reach our first monthly goal for subscribers on our Patreon, I will write vivid, vivid, just, just rich, rich, deep lore about me banging not only Derek's mom in, in a mm. one-on-one romantic evening, Right, uh, but just a visceral encounter with Chris's mom as well, and I will read it to them live. <laughs> I don't like that you said that just in front of my mom.
2: <laughs> but, but but just a visceral encounter with Chris's mom.
3: Yeah, I would
0: only I would only ask that you just just treat her right, make sure she's taken care of fully.
3: Just, yeah. yeah, you know. But I would I would, I would then read, read the fan fiction live for the Patreon of uh, members as well as Chris and Derek for the first time. A romantic evening with Derek's mother. And just back alley fuck fest with Christmas <laughs> <laughs> uh, her name is Grandma Gloom,
1: please. Oh no Granny Gloom. That's, someday, just, that's the other way some
2: someday when i'm no longer on this earth someone's gonna be like oh he made so much content he liked to produce he liked to he was on twitch and he liked to do podcasts and look my your kids have all these archives of you recording videos and oh my god they're talking about your grandmother
3: that's <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's gotta that's be like this, be
0: what's unearthed by her it's s- gotta be like this hundreds hundreds of of This, this fucking,
3: like 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 fucking romance like romance novel with Fabio on the cover for Derek's mom like this is like a sweep her <laughs> off her feet and we fall in love and we vacation in, in like the 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 Isles of Greece and we and we Very learn about nice. our bodies she's always ourselves. wanted to go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but your mom and me like at a just club. smut porn
0: just like awful she has a bag over her head you're fucking pouring gasoline on her face
2: oh no <laughs> she's such a nice lady. <laughs> Both me and Scott. Uh, but yeah, so while we got off on that tangent, we have a Patreon up now. Yeah, there's no waterboarding
0: on the Patreon. Don't worry. <sighs> just, just forget you that just whole gasoline Patreon? thing. Patreon? Put,
2: put it in. Did I? He just said Patreon. <laughs> Patreon is where we store cookies. They're $5 every month. Uh, oh my god oh jesus so yeah uh. so we watched the entire witches film it was like i said earlier it was a fucking really good time mm-hmm. uh, i would like to think there were some killer jokes in there so yeah. if you're interested in that it's there for additional content if you're not interested in that that's fine you, you stick right here and hang out with us we'll treat you right mm-hmm. You gotta fuck your mom, nasty yeah. or nice. We're not gonna fuck mom. But he's mom, the only one. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Well, Scott. Well, we
3: we won't. But Scott, my, like. <laughs> tell, tell her to get in line, boys. <laughs> um,
2: we have uh, an, another piece of news here. Getting back into the swing of things for the weekend review. This is just a, a real quick one-off. The Batman. Had a little news article came out, said uh, they're using virtual production techniques for some scenes. So virtual production techniques are the same things they're using on The Mandalorian. And it looks really to be like it's going to be the technology that sort of replaces traditional green screen in a lot of films. And that gets me really excited. And it's, it's really the only reason I brought it up is because... You know, one, it ties into Mandalorian, which we will be talking about next week. And I can't fucking wait. Oh, my God.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. E-
2: episode one, season two will be out. And we also have the new look to talk about later on in the episode. But that stagecraft shit, that LED stagecraft stuff is really fucking cool. And uh, it's it's one of those things that I'm not normally the guy that watches behind the scenes stuff on, on like, uh, you know, bonus content and uh, Blu-rays and stuff. But I watched all of it for the Mandalorian because it's super interesting how they fucking shot it. Did you see that? I I,
0: I did. And, you know, when you linked that about Batman, I had watched the video, of course, that was about um, uh, Mandalorian and comparing it to the green screen in Endgame. And I didn't know that that technology, like, I I didn't know that that's what they used. And um, I I, I couldn't be more excited for it. My issue with those, with green screen, I'm I'm not taking this as an opportunity to shit talk the MCU, don't worry. With all (laughs) green screen is that you know, when you have, when you're adding all that shit in months later, and they're basically in just like a green cube, um, right. they can't interact with stuff around them. So that's what makes it look lifeless. And of course, it's it's gotten way, way, way better over time. Right. But the fact that they're basically in this dome where like those images, they can see them. Uh, uh, it it really shows. And I would always wondered what it was about the Mandalorian because I just had assumed that it was green screen this whole time, and I didn't know what it was about it that had made it look so much better than green screens in other movies. Um, And it turns out, well, that's what it is. Rather than having like, they're just being told by the director what's going around them and they have to like act to that the best they can. And then the animators then have to compensate for whatever the fuck they're doing. um, It's happening in real time. And I don't know. I think it's a fucking awesome technology. I had no idea that that even existed. Um, And so basically what it is, is they have, you know, an LED screen all around them Rather, so the image is being projected on them in real time, and even when the camera is moving, it's reacting to that in real time. Did I understand that correctly? Like,
2: yeah, like yeah. It, the perspective is is tied to like a, a literally like a like a GPU, or that's a simple way to say it. But like a farm of GPUs. So the camera is whenever it changes, it's almost like um, like parallax for for 3D stuff. Like the different angle you're looking at it, the, the way it'll, it'll look a little different depending on the angle you're looking yeah. at. Um, it's really fucking cool. Uh, it, obviously lighting is always a huge problem in green screen sets. Cause if you don't match the lighting then the shit looks fake, right? So in these, they're literally surrounded by led walls that have the color palette. That's going to be on it. They don't have to do additional lighting beyond what they would do to light a scene. And, you know, like, like you were saying, they can build, they can literally build like uh there's a couple shots from Mandalorian where there's like the entrance to, the Razor Crest, but the rest of the Razor Crest is part of the, of the background. Yeah. So there's a physical thing for them to walk up, but the rest of it's fake. It saves on like, you know, onset production costs and shit like that and helps it to, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before, but the season one, um, look of Mandalorian was really good. And even on top of that, they're getting more money for season two. So, you know, if they can make it look that fucking good with uh, a smaller budget, that's incredibly impressive. And Scott, um, if you have anything to add about that, uh, I'm going to go turn off my AC unit because I forgot to
3: <laughs> take it away, Scott. Uh, I mean, you guys basically said it all, man. I, I think it's great uh, for a lot of reasons. You know, like, but obviously right now with everything going on with COVID-19, uh, this is probably going to be uh, a step in the right direction for them getting their production back on track as well. You know, they, they lost a lot of weeks with uh, not only, I think, the crew coming down with, with COVID, but Patton himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pattinson coming down with COVID-19 himself. So uh, anything that's going to help them steamline productions, have it be as, you know, as risk-free for the, for the actors and the people instead as, as possible, smaller the crews, unfortunately right now, the better and technology like this, just it's, it, you don't have to travel. You know what I mean? That there's no one. So, one yeah. That's yeah, what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah.
0: That's one of the things featured in the article was that it's like, yeah. basically you're not doing all this cross contamination yeah. Uh, by tr- taking all these actors to like different areas of the world, because you can just bring those areas of the world, not to put it in the most corny way possible, but to that room. So that, uh, you know, that's, that's another big part. It also saves on
2: set production. So. That's yeah. not corny, bro. You just you just to make the world smaller. I feel you're like bringing in just one of the, the reading rainbow to me. <laughs> well, that's actually for was it man of steel, right? Just, just, just make it small. The world's so big, mom.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I saw it one time and never felt the need to ever watch it again. So
2: it's
1: it's underrated.
2: You shut up. Dirty bitch. (laughs) Uh, We, the next piece of news. Oh, oh boy. The next two pieces of news. I'm very excited to hear Uh, Scott in particular shit all over and also Derek shit all over. So, Avatar two and apparently three and four is still fucking happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, when did avatar fucking come out? Like who, who is clamoring for this? I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, look, I, I get it. The first one made boatloads of like literally could fill the Titanic. Also another James Cameron reference. Yeah, that, was welcome, that, was, that was good. That was good money. Uh, but, but I, I mean, I guess that's it, right? I made the first one made so much money that they feel fucking compelled to do another one because they think
3: it might strike gold again. I, I just, it's go, it's VR. it's going to, but for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's going to, like like it's, it's and like James Cameron once wants, wants to have he wants to make his Star Wars, and it's it's so fucking apparent. Like the critical success of Avatar was, I mean, it was visually it was incredible. Like he was he implemented a whole bunch of new uh, like on set practical effects mixed with the CGI that hadn't been done yet at that time. It was also shot. In IMAX and in 3D, which at which at the time it was one of the first 3D movies that I'd seen in my entire life at an actual fucking movie theater. It was, kind of, it was kind of what sparked the, the revitalization of, whether it's a gimmick or not, the 3D movie. You know what I mean? We debated all day. Some of them are, are brilliant. Some of them are really fun. And it's it's like you're actually in the movie. And some of them, it's just like an eyeball flies out of someone's fucking forehead. You know? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, there's it's, like,
0: it's, like three 3D scenes. And then it's, yeah, yeah, it's like Yeah, like, really?
3: yeah. I paid five extra dollars for this? Seriously? Yeah. I'm, talk- I'm talking to you, Friday the Thirteenth, Part Three. Uh, you you know the fucking scene, the fucking spear gun yeah, through the, the eyeball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the only one that I remember. Um, no, but I, I think it's 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 a no brainer for him because he he just he's at the point now where he's old. He probably doesn't have any good ideas left besides whatever the fuck whatever the fuck he's doing with, with the with the, the the navi. Honestly, like the first- I mean, I mean,
2: let's be real. Even the original Avatar wasn't a good idea. It no. was he's basically made Pocahontas in space. Yeah. Like
0: yeah. yeah. I, James Cameron just knows how to market a movie. And that dude knows how to make money. I mean, he's had two of his films have been at the time of their release. The most uh, the highest grossing films of all time, Titanic and then Avatar. Um, you know, he also did Terminator one and two, and they were incredible. So I'm not shitting on James Cameron. Uh, he's excellent. But Avatar is this weird, like enigma- enigmatic film where, like, everybody saw it and nobody remembers anyone's name. Like what really happened in that movie <laughs> that you don't know because you saw Pocahontas before
2: you saw that movie. Like that's or, or Fern Gully. Cause it's basically a mashup. of yeah, the It really films. is Fern Gully too, though. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's Fern
2: Gully meets Pocahontas. Only meets Tim Over Curry,
3: Tim Curry probably couldn't have even saved fucking Avatar. You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> but I think like at the time that it released where we were with green screen technology, we were amazed by it then, but I disagree with it being a Marvel To this day, like, I I, I don't know, right on the heels of what we were just talking about. Everybody seems so detached from every scene. It's like you're just watching a cartoon at some point, but there's a real person in every shot. And it's so, like, jarring. I think it looks bad. I mean, I I think the only angle he could possibly do to really make it, like, outdo, uh, you know, uh, at the box office, you know, outdo Endgame is do something even further with that. But I have a feeling it's just going to be the same thing, like just continuing storylines with people we didn't care about to begin with. And now it's been, what's it been? 10 years, 12 years. I have no idea what year that came out. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't remember. It's, Long enough it's, to forget everything about it. That's all yeah. I know.
3: <laughs> Except for unobtainium. You remember that? Remember when oh, they called call the oh yes. so precious resource unobtainium?
0: Yeah. So unobtainium yeah. like in science is like an actual term that they use for like a placeholder item, but it's dumb to actually name a yeah. real mineral after that in a movie. Yeah, it yeah. was very, it was very dumb. They should have just called it
2: like MacGuffinite or something like that. <laughs> like okay. like some, some other bullshit. Like, hey, guess what? We just we just need something for them to chase. What's, who's the laziest guy in the fucking writer's room? Uh, what do you want to call it? Unobtainium? Great, let's go. Uh, yeah, and so- if they wanted the comedic
0: value, they could just call it like cumballs or something. <laughs> We're here for uh, your uh, cumballs and you will surrender them.
3: I just, uh, I don't know. It's it's unnecessary, but it's going to make a shitload of money because it's good. It's going to be a cartoon. It's going to be a cartoon for kids. Yeah. Like, ha, like all, all the main characters, of the first one, I'm pretty sure ended up becoming Na'vi or at least the, ma- the main character did. Yeah, main character. And did. I think pretty much everyone else who was human was bad and got murdered <laughs> from What I remember. Yeah. So it's like it's, it's literally going to be like, 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 I, like if you love Star Wars prequel trilogy, you'll love the Clone Wars. Cause now it's all fucking it's a it's a cartoon man it's all fucking <laughs> animated there's no we don't have any people left we killed them all they're all fucking gone and you
0: know they're having mean? gonna hire that dude Sam what was it Sam Worthington or something who was an action yeah. star for like four years and then just disappeared off the face of the earth
2: he's been filming Avatar too bro no oh, right this, of this, this whole time. Yeah so they actually uh he they filmed parts two and three simultaneously apparently physical production is wrapped and what that means nothing because their physical production (laughs) on that is like maybe five minutes of the whole yeah that took three and a half weeks (laughs) just to give you an idea of how how long they're going to need to get this ready avatar 2 is scheduled to hit theaters in get ready boys december 22nd 2022 yeah over two years from now, all
3: all the stuff we don't want is coming before the stuff we've been waiting for for a year already, and it's just crazy because like I have read in the synopsis, this one takes place like in the, it, like primarily in the ocean, and I, I remember thinking like, what's the fucking difference? Like it's not like you were, it's not like you had a fucking wave pool for for even a fucking day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Cameron, like and that was the thing, like James Cameron, like you look at the stuff he's done before, like recreating that the the, the that was like what like a fucking five hundred thousand gallon fucking tank to, to oh the for set. titanic yeah, yeah like it's some, oh, yeah. something insane something beyond that even but he was like just to have the ship like actually be able to be on on like uh like well cranes basically they like lower it to have it sink and then raise it back up again to shoot different scenes
2: you look it at was the, impressive yeah
3: you look at something like that like, like it's literally groundbreaking practical effects like that has never been done and will never be done again and then like he kind of did the same thing with avatar at the time with special effects and with like incorporating I think I think he was one of the first people who had like actually like 3D green screen sets where you could where actors could interact in a three dimensional. Like field as opposed to standing in front of a screen like a dopey dickhead. And like (laughs) at at the time that was groundbreaking, too. But now it's like, dude, like it's been like you said, like 12, 14 years, something like that. Like what's the point of, of doing the same movie again now? And just changing the, the environment like it's a fucking Donkey Kong country level. It's the same fucking yeah. thing. I don't care if underwater or in the jungle or in the factory. It's the same fucking game. I'm going to kill some. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to jump on some monkeys and throw some barrels. I know what I'm doing here. Yeah, so, it's, it's a
0: flex for him, for sure. It is a flex. But like, yeah, he used to, I mean, his writing used to be good, though, right? Like, look at Terminator one and two. They're fucking excellent movies. They're so good. And they hold up today. The special effects, maybe not so much, but the, 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 the narrative is still excellent. So at this point, I feel like he like just abandoned making interesting movies. Even Titanic is look, all right, it's it's a romance story. I get that. But it's a good romance story. There's nothing interesting that happens in Avatar whatsoever. And so I feel like at this point, he's sort of given up on trying to make movies that are uh, narratively
2: interesting. Are you trying to say the part where he basically hooks up a neural link to a tree and fucks it with his ponytail? That's that's not riveting. That's not riveting. It, it
0: was just really an ode to Rule Thirty Four. He was just like giving that to all the Rule Thirty
3: I feel like we all have a, think, we all have a cousin that has a ponytail. It would definitely go to like a fest. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I actually do. And like, and potentially tie his ponytail into the bushes. Maybe accidentally, maybe intentionally.
0: A cousin, do, I'd do it myself. <laughs> I'd fuck a bush. My
2: God, do you, do you think if you came on that neural link, he couldn't think straight? And <laughs> you'd fuck it, fuck him up, like oh, gunked man. up with cum. You know, it happens. You have a cummy ache. So just because it's at the end of the article. How do we always devolve into come talk? It's easy that's the, to. That's the real question. It, it is. It, it is an it's easy. It's the building block of all conversation. Come. Yeah.
3: And also, this podcast one... is, is just verbal bukkake. Is all it is.
2: That's a, Can we make a shirt that says verbal bukkake? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's yeah.
3: Winner.
0: Winner. It's a shame we've already established we can't put cum in the episode titles because that was <laughs> <For a, laughs> Yeah. No, a little,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> That's a bridge too far. So...
3: Is it a rope bridge, sir? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Another banger. <laughs> Man thick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bringing it back! Uh, so, <laughs> Avatar 2... So when when this finally hits theaters December 22nd, 2022, it will have been 13 years since the original. So that's our timeline. Uh, The darkest timeline, (laughs) which is the one we're currently living on and have to wade through on a daily basis. So the actual point of this article, we spent way too much time. Well, it's about the right amount of time shitting on Avatar. It deserves a lot of time to shit on. They announced the name of the bad guy, which is going to be get ready. It's really groundbreaking. General Ardmore.
3: Don't care. This movie's is just making my existential dread go into like overdrive. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if that's making you feel bad, get ready for the next piece of news. They're going to have a comic book tie in that will fill the gap between the original film and avatar. Well, two. thank
0: God. Cause I was wondering how they were going to bridge the gap between those two piles of shit. I really <laughs> wanted to know what happened in between with all those characters that I forgot about entirely. <laughs> so thank God.
3: Yeah, it, the, it really, it really is like when you're having a violent, awful shit and you try to wipe and you realize, like maybe thirty seconds later, like, oh, this isn't done yet. That comic, <laughs> <laughs> like, why is there still shit when I think
0: keep- Oh, there's still some in there. That's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that's
0: what, that's, that's that- what Cameron said when he was making Avatar Two. <laughs> oh, there's still some shit in there. Okay. Yeah, but
3: well, that but, comic I mean, book, co- that comic book, is the wipe in between the shit. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
2: I mean, let, let's be real here. The cover just looks like a bunch of Smurfs that suffer from gigantism, and they all have like stick weapons that, are, and they're about to fucking have a brawl. Now, now that you so, say it,
3: uh, now that you say it, I think Avatar is just the story of the Smurfs. Switch, switch out Smurf berries with unobtanium, you got the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's actually a story of the
2: clan of uh, the tribe of Smurfs that all have like a, a, an unfortunate genetic disorder. Because so they've grown way too tall. And uh I don't know. It's made them savage. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of shitting on Avatar, only because it's making uh my brain hurt as well. Next up on the weekend review news is Thor Love and Thunder, which is gonna be oh, a yeah. Thor 4, will begin filming in January. Um we know Natalie Portman's confirmed for it. They're my good. my Yes teenage crush mm-hmm. look, trying to watch her trying to escape from that Nexu and was it Nexu? Was that the name of the creature? I don't fucking know. Episode two when she's chained up to the pole in the arena. Yep.
0: I mm. have no idea what that thing was called. A lot so of good memories. You, you could
2: have said anything whatsoever
0: yeah,
3: and I'd wh- be like, wh- yeah,
2: that's probably what it's called.
3: When that scene was happening, I wasn't exactly Googling what the creature was called. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: well, I mean <laughs> I was Googling what I should call my creature. <laughs> Oh, I don't. OK. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so if Why? there is an arc, <laughs> you're welcome. There is an article. <laughs> Fuck. Whenever Scott gets going, it gets me going because it's got that fucking that's got that laugh, childlike contagious. giggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything seems so fun and fresh. <laughs> So in the comic books, um, we're all red faced way too early into this episode. By the way. <laughs>
3: just I'm, just I'm not even drunk is the fucked up part.
2: <laughs> I, I always drink coffee during the podcasts, which is why the watch along probably went 10 times funnier from my perspective, because I was just I was drunk. So in the comic books, there is precedent for what they're doing in Thor Love and Thunder. It, Natalie Portman's confirmed to be coming back as uh, Foster And it looks like she's going to wield Mjolnir and the powers of Thor at some point in the film. In the comic books, they did this in a really interesting way. Uh, I'm not sure if you gentlemen are familiar with it. But when she becomes Thor, it's she basically she gets cancer. She gets diagnosed with cancer and Thor, Odin's son, Donald Blake himself, gives her the power of Thor. And it's basically like a coping mechanism. Like she's like in chemotherapy Real sad shit. And then she be- gets to get the hammer, the uh, Mjolnir, and become Thor and be a superhero. And it's just an interesting juxtaposition of, of you know, using these superhero powers to kind of cope with cancer and, and also do some good at the same time. And um, so is it like, so. is it like when she has
0: the hammer, like she's basically cancer free, but as soon as she's like not Thorified or whatever, she's back to being a human.
3: Yeah, I really hope we're not doing the faults in our Thor over here, bro. I, I can't <laughs> oh fucking. Oh my God. I can't fucking do it. Like, no. I guess Is that go- the title?
2: It's <laughs> the contender. It's a contender, so it's good, a contender. Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the faults in our Thor. Dude, I fucking oh I hope not, dude. Like, like that that is that is a really interesting story and a really interesting take on an origin story. Like, especially when it's a new character picking up a familiar mantle. I get why that worked well in the books. That is not at all the the vibe that they've been building to with these Thor movies. I don't want to see that at all. I really hope that we don't get anything along those lines. I like the idea of it being like a like kind of a an 80s love triangle between maybe Valkyrie, Jaden and Thor himself. Cause that's that kind of seems like what they're hinting at. Mm-hmm. But I, I mostly just don't want to watch Natalie Portman die. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I think that
0: like take a YTD, which he's he's directing, right? That's I yeah, yeah. he's coming that. back. Okay. Um, obviously, he's just an incredible director and writer to begin with, but he did. Ragnarok, which I loved. It's one of the only MCU movies that I can really say that I loved through and through. I keep, I keep forgetting uh, we have to argue about that. Yeah, point. yeah. It's some, we'll get there. Don't worry. We'll get there. Uh, and Thor is one of the only MCU characters that I can say that I love. I mean, there, there are plenty that I think are good, a lot that I think are bad, uh, but I think Thor was handled super well throughout. Uh, I get that this is going to be like a passing of the mantle type thing. I'm ready for that. That's okay. I feel like YTD can do it better than anyone else could, but Um, I have to side with Scott here that the, the torrid sort of back and forth, uh, uh, having powers and dealing with that, you know, using those powers to deal with the fact that she's been diagnosed with cancer as a human would be kind of weird. I feel like Waititi's films are just fun. Like they're just constant. That's what makes them so enjoyable. Uh, the tone is just consistent throughout. And that would be kind of strange. Not that I think it couldn't be done, but I don't know. I I, I wasn't familiar that that was the storyline of that. They were shooting for. So I don't know.
2: Well, so that that's actually what I was going to make a point to, to clarify I'm not saying that's what they're going for in the film. And that has not been announced. The only thing we know of the film so far is it's called love and thunder. It has Natalie Portman in it. She's going to wield the hammer at some point in some capacity. Um, Jane Foster did become Thor. Uh, at some point in the comic books but you know knowing that they're taking that arc they would probably take some inspiration from that they don't always do that they might they might not who knows they might keep it super light and funny and not put any of that you know kind of dark shit in there but um it's just something to bring up and something to to pay attention to the also the other exciting thing about this film is a christian bale is playing the villain we don't know who yet but like that's pretty fucking awesome yeah Fun, fun fact, they won't even have to put CGI on him because he's so fucking method. He'll just transform himself <laughs> yeah. through co- through cosmetic surgery into a fucking alien. So it's going to uh, be wonderful.
3: Also, I, I do. I kind of I kind of feel like Thor is one of the best properties they have going for them right now in the MCU, like especially after Ragnarok and, and uh, the character's portrayal in like in Endgame specifically. Uh, I don't I wouldn't say that it's going to be necessarily a passing of the mantle. because I, I know he does now have Stormbreaker as well. He could, right. give, he could give uh, Molnir to Natalie Portman, sorry, Jane, uh, and still keep his powers right? Right.
2: Hmm. I also heard, ooh, good theory crafting here, I also heard a theory that Stormbreaker would be retired at some point. It kind of shits all over the idea that he would give someone else Mjolnir, so maybe they won't do this, but nah. the, the handle was made from Groot's arm, and there was a theory going around that he would use Stormbreaker to sort of replant the world tree. Uh, and sort of like make a new Asgard and it would kind of come up from that weapon, which is a neat concept. That is I a mean, pretty neat concept. Yeah. You know, but uh, that would of course mean they're either, I don't know, just retiring Thor at some point because he would be back to have, maybe they'll just make him King of Asgard and we'll follow someone else and he'll stay there and be a fucking King and just hang out. Um, I don't know who knows. So but what, what are you
0: guys opinions on? Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. What are you guys opinions no, on? The, we're talking a lot about passing the mantle. So like, how long can we honestly see the same characters before we get bored? And uh, do you think it's better to keep them in sort of a, like I was saying the other day, like a, um, a cameo type thing? Or do you actually still want the people? Like I know, like Robert Downey Jr. has been tired of Iron Man for years now and he's kind of ready to not tired on. of that fucking money he's not though. tired of the money though yeah exactly he's not tired
3: of the money after He's the do gonna little he, he, he swims he, around and every might do night some flashback scenes after do little bro that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have some flashback cameos they might start uh, a few movies off with him still alive if you know what i'm saying
0: <laughs> but uh, no i'm curious what you guys think about it because on one hand like i think it could be cringe like i said to do this passing of the mantle uh uh fucking mentor type thing for every fucking movie yeah. but Um, it might be just as cringy to have someone else take up that spot. So I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about that.
2: I'm I am of the opinion that at some I don't know what the number is. I I can't say like three films move on. I I do definitely think that heroes should be either retired or given new incarnations or, you know, happily ever after. We don't see him anymore um, at some point because you like. Take Thor, for example, they're making four films. I'm excited to see the fourth film he's been in. He's also been in three Avengers, four Avengers team up films. I'm not tired of seeing him because his arc throughout all these films has been emotionally uh, satisfying. Yeah. You know, he's gone through so much loss and and pain and and the people he's uh, lost. And, and we're even talking about Thor, too, which is I don't th- I think inarguably the one of the fucking worst movies in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Just one of the worst movies. You could just end it there. It was pretty bad. And, and, <laughs> And I still like him in that universe and those characters very much despite that film. But at some point, and again, I, if they're, it really, it's a tough question to answer. It comes down to writing for me. Like if they're still writing that character with purpose, if they still have a a growth arc, you know, I mean, he's gone through so much that it's, yeah, it's hard to answer for, for sure. People like Iron Man, I don't want to see him anymore. I, I would, if cameos are fine for me, cameos are a nice nod. But there is definitely a limit, I think. So that's what
0: I mean, where you had kind of like where you had kind of like stopped off where you're like talking about what he's lost and whatnot and then didn't really know what to say. That's what I mean. That's how I feel, too. As one of the only characters that I really like have fallen in love with Thor, like what else are they going to do with him? That's not going to be like just this constant rehashing of old themes or like yeah. new themes that really don't matter or like like carry any weight whatsoever. And so at some point. It's kind of like, yeah, it's time to just sort of drop him off. I guess maybe that's what they're doing with him, with introducing uh, uh, Jane as the new Thor. But, I, you know, I wonder how they're going to do that with the other characters. I think I, even diehard fans, I can't imagine how they could stay interested for after a certain point.
3: I think it's been proven that Thor works best in team ups, even Ragnarok. Like his, he, he works best, when he has someone else to play off.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what yeah.
3: I mean. Although otherwise, it, like Thor is too ridiculous of a character. The entire first movie was them playing on like, oh, like a, a knight from Camelot in modern day, like the you know that old trope from like eight shadow
2: water. Yeah, yeah, like the
3: old, old the old fucking like like Martin Lawrence's Black Knight did the same fucking thing. You know and I mean, oh, this guy doesn't <laughs> belong here. It's so crazy. And like that's a that's a trope that's just not enjoyable. Uh, and the second one we all can agree is just oof, just
2: yeah. Oof
3: sound. Just, just sour water, right there. Just stinky. <laughs> who's, who's the
2: fucking bad guy? Malekith? I don't know. He's yeah, a yeah. bad elf. Fucking yeah, who yeah. cares? <laughs>
3: Hiddleston's in it. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Those are the two. Ah, oh, there's a bad elf and uh, Hiddleston's in it. That's all I remember.
3: <laughs> but like, but he he did. I thought he was really great in the original Avengers. In you know, uh, and Endgame, Ragnarok. Uh, the fucking other one. <laughs> 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 yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh,
2: that was the R-rated sequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Avengers uh, colon the fucking other one. Yeah,
3: Avengers porn parody <laughs> seven was fucking fantastic. He he he's did he's did a bang up job. Bang bang up job. Left right up down. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I, I think we're going to see them introducing a lot of new characters now that they have the the Fox properties back. I think it's not going to be this cringe passing of the mantle where we have to see. The next iteration of like of Ironheart for for Iron Man or you know what I mean or uh, or we're not gonna have to see the successor to Black Widow necessarily I mean they're probably yeah. still gonna force feed it to us but we won't need that by the end of, of Phase Four because we're gonna have you know all the seeds planted for the X Men in one one, right. one one way shape or form or another uh, I think it's gonna be so, there's so many new characters coming in they're gonna have so much to work with they're not gonna need the feel the field in, they're not gonna feel the need to continue those stories we've already seen play out with a character we've already grown attached to. Right. I think uh, I think like Winter Soldier and Falcon is, is the closest we're going to get to seeing that. And maybe Jane Foster as well. Maybe like maybe like another film after this one, if if this one does as well as as Ragnarok did. But I, I can't see them dragging it out all the way to the end of like phase six. You know what I mean?
2: I don't think so either. Oh, well, here's open cat in the background. What up, Kitty? Yeah. So um, all right. That, that's yeah. We're all kind of in agreement. We all love the character of Thor. I mean, like I said, I I can't see it going too much further past that. I, I would assume they're planning to wrap kind of his overall arc up with this film, right? Because, uh, end game and what he went through in that was, was basically his road to recovery from the kind of uh, emotional, you know, problems and trauma he had suffered. And yeah. I, I think this is really going to be like the, the full circle movie that kind of brings him back to, you know, fighting to fight in, uh, what's what I'm looking for fighting shape. That Well emotionally and physically because he's melted ice cream.
3: Thick thick Thor forever. I love Thick
2: Thor. Oh, you mean thick. Thick. Thick thick Thor. Uh next up in news, if you guys want to really adopt seasonal depression, is Bruce Willis in a diehard commercial. Oh Jesus, I forgot about that.
3: Yeah, I don't want to talk about it.
2: Oh, I rewatched it before we started. It's so fucking bad. Oh, dude. It would be Bruce you know, Willis?
0: It, it, he's it, been phoning in every movie he's done for yeah. 10 years. And somehow he, he like put even less effort into this. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm like, yeah. like how the only thing is how much money does fucking advance auto parts have that they can pay Bruce Willis and whatever studio did fucking diehard to make a commercial like he, this? He, yeah, prob- I, he
3: probably didn't get paid much from the looks of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, like if it was, if it was like a, a 15 second spot during the Super Bowl or like a 20 second spot, it would have killed. But it's just yeah. it's, it's too much. It's too long. Like it's, it's just, two fucking minutes long. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I, oh, I, I, I want to buy. I want to buy a diehard battery and hook up to the testicles whoever wrote that fucking script. Oh, I I'm sorry, viewers, viewers uh, in
0: case you we just jumped right into this horror show that we're in right now. There is an oh. advanced auto parts commercial <laughs> yeah. featuring oh, Bruce Willis it. as his character, John McLean in Die Hard, where he's using a diehard battery for his car. To, you know, and I'm not going to
2: spoil it. Just go ahead and watch it. Oh, no. Go ahead and watch was, it. And just let us know what you think. <laughs> I was so anxious to get to the shitting on part that I didn't. I abandoned my host duties of describing what we were shitting on. I, I just had to blurt out that they actually brought back the guy who played Argyle in the original fucking film. Yeah. I think Wonder his name was De- yeah. De- Devereaux White, I think is his name. Uh, Holy shit. One, he's not. He should probably go to the fucking doctor, to get a checkup because he's not look super Doesn't healthy. Look Doesn't look great. <laughs> Has he been in anything else? I was too lazy to IMDb him. Like his, uh, I, th- I think I think
3: he's been in Opium Dens, lots of those. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
2: shit!
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Yeah, when you <laughs> shrill, I haven't IMDb him, I'm like, oh,
0: I could do that real quick, and then I'm like, I don't <laughs> want <coughs> to <laughs> do, I do it.
3: Yeah, but like, fire. Yeah, but like you're, you're not really hundred percent sure what his name is, though, are you? Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you have to go die, the Die Hard movie, click on IMDb, and then scroll back like fifty people to find a picture of him now and try to match it to what he looked like when he was younger no
2: it is, it is actually Deborah White I looked that up yeah. before we did this segment oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm, thanks I'm for doing that legwork for us because nobody yeah, else Yeah, no, going to no do worries. that <laughs> that's what I'm here for boys uh, so is it like do you think the director it, Deborah is spelled very weirdly too you might just want to google it uh, it's, I'm just, I'm like just a, going for it Bruce Willis went up to the director and he's like, all right, so how do you want me to act on this? And he was like, remember when you did cop out with Kevin Smith and everyone who watched that film could tell how much you fucking hated being there? Why don't we just dial that to 11 and that'll be that'll be the commercial. And that's how I want you to fucking act.
0: You know, it's interesting. We were talking about coked up '90s scripts in the 90s. And now we're talking about what clearly was born of like a cocaine binge in the modern day. (laughs) Whose idea
2: was this? How are you making out? Googling Deborah White. I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> As Bruce Willis should have before finishing filming this commercial.
3: I, I didn't think oh it could possibly God. get worse than a, a good day to die hard, but they proved me wrong with only two minutes of roll time this time. Uh, I mean,
0: I'm proud of you for watching a good day to die hard. I I, I, I watched live uh, live I, for your die hard. I did. I skipped a good day to die hard.
3: I'll, what, I'll, what I'll say is, live for your die hard had Timothy Olyphant, and he like. Well, if you actually, like that movie or not, he's fucking good. Like yeah. he's he's a good he's a good diehard villain. Uh, I feel like he deserved better though. Like maybe he could he could have been a Bond villain if he hadn't done that movie. You know, like if he hadn't done that movie <laughs> back then, his career path would be totally different. Now, like he would have even had to do like, TV. Like Justify. he would have been like a Bond villain. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe like Brown yeah, the, Bre- the Bond writers
0: saw him do that and they were like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs>
3: yeah, not. Yeah. yeah, we can't we can't have this guy.
2: Oh fuck! All right, what's uh, your uh, if you. Doing? got him next up in the cycle of weekend review is i'm actually going to read the title that i think scott put in this document is go go away power rangers (laughs) yes yes (laughs) they (laughs) they've announced that hasbro is developing a power rangers feature film reboot uh a new report by the hollywood reporter reveals that the end of the fucking world and i'm not okay with this creators will also oversee both a uh, film and television adaptation. They're making a fucking movie universe for Power Rangers, and I, I can't even think of like a bad excuse why you would do that, let alone a good
3: excuse. So yeah, how do you how do you feel about it, Scott? It's just unnecessary. Not everything needs to be <laughs> its own self-contained universe now. Like, like the original Power Rangers, like they, everyone talks about, it with this like just blind nostalgia, and I get it. I had a Megazord when I was a little kid. Fuck yeah, bro! I had those action figures where you push on the chest, their heads flipping it out. It's kind of grotesque now as an adult. We look at them. You find, oh, yeah. them, find them at a yard sale, and, and there's like a, a clearly traumatized three year old holding it, wondering what the fuck this is. Uh but it was it was a, a marketing ploy to sell kid toys to kids in America that they couldn't sell in Japan. That's all it fucking was. Like you look at you look at the old episodes, and it's very clearly like just these weird Saved by the bell save by the Bell and not, like not early '90s skits put over like stock footage of some robot fighting show that Bandai had in like probably like the 70s or 80s that didn't do well overseas just repurposed for the United States. So like yeah. it's hard to even give a fuck about any of those characters outside of our boy Tommy and his transition from Green Ranger to White Ranger, which was if nothing else an Best emotional storyline, roller, emotional roller coaster. Lord Zed showed up I remember that shit was on primetime 8 p.m. Oh I, yeah I got to dude. watch them fight that giant piranha after school after my homework was done. What? What? <laughs> You just uh, turned
0: it into DMX for a second there. Yeah, I was yeah, like, holy shit. Piranha! Yeah. Just out of nowhere. Damn.
3: I uh, need my energy all the time. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, no, but like, but even, like, it's just, it's, it's not a big enough world. Like no one, no one's going to care about other sex of power. Like you're going to try to create like a green lantern, lantern core lore. Like, like what, what, the, what the fuck other stories are they tell besides about this one group of, of dumbass kids who do backflips everywhere they go, even though they're all eventually, like they, they're all eventually going to have like a terrible accident. There's no need to backflip down the staircase where you could fucking walk down it like a normal ass person. You're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Like the the, the
2: original TV show basically had the uh, human version of Beepop and Rocksteady with the two idiots who would always harass them in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bulk hey, and yeah, Skull, Balkan Skull, Bulk yeah. And Skull. Yeah, yeah it's almost Beepop and Rocksteady. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I don't I could I could care. Derek, do you have any thoughts about this before we really? S- Scott covered it. I mean, like now they're turning
0: everything into a fucking expanded universe like everything's connected in some way marvel ruined fucking everything okay now everybody's trying to cash in on that because it sells more shit more fucking narrative mediums uh there's something about a comic book in there or something i mean it's just yeah let it die it was good for what it was when we were five and we had no idea what good television was i just want to preserve it as it is let it die just let it be dead that's it this I this mean, you know, you know, we're,
3: you know, we're getting that. Ivan Hughes origin story. We've all been clamoring for since. <laughs> yeah, well, right? Right. Yeah. you
0: know, we talk about that all the time, right? <laughs> oh, the cum guy. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, you mean
0: Ivan come, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ivan Coombs. Uh, <laughs> Ivan Coombs. Fuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the secret of the Coombs. Sometimes so that, that time the
3: jizz talk was all your fucking fault. You're out here slinging yeah, accusations right. and ropes around. <laughs> like you're innocent, <laughs> I'm
2: just whipping the whip uh and, and just to cap this off for the power Rangers, sometimes dead is better
3: sometimes dead is better <laughs> uh
2: moving into the next piece of news, there's two pieces of news that came out separately but are related to the same thing, so both Jared Leto and Joe Manganello, I think it's how you pronounce the name uh are have been spotted with the reshoots for Justice League, so Jared leto's uh Ungodly, awful Joker is returning, as well as Joe's pretty fucking good Deathstroke. So I'm excited about Deathstroke, not about Leto. I, maybe the only st- I, don't, I don't I'm not even gonna speculate. I don't. I hated Leto's Joker with such a uh, unbridled fury. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Even being the DC fuckboy, you know, I, fuck I, can't, boy OD. I can't. I can't. Can't do it. Yeah. So, uh,
0: Derek, how you feel about it? I, I, I mean, really, I, I, I don't have much to say that hasn't already been said about fucking Jared Leto's Joker. He's really, it's just awful. And he really doesn't even understand that it was awful. Like when they got Joaquin to play Joker in the new one, um, yeah. he was like, he like released a statement that he was like upset about it.
2: How don't you yeah. get
0: that? Everybody's been shit talking you on the internet for years. You're just finding out about this. Nobody wants any more Leto like I, I, I'm actually surprised that he would bring him back on even to shoot more scenes, even to make a more cohesive script, because everybody is so outspoken about how bad it is. I don't know anyone and I'm not being, you know, I'm not being hyperbolic here. I don't know anyone who likes Leto's Joker so that I don't get that. We can put in the corner. Everybody knows that uh, Joe M. Anything he does. Is it Joe? It's Joe, right? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't even attempt his last name. I can't say it. Make Um, he is sure you said it. That's the one um, he's an excellent human being. Everything he's in, even when I don't care about the movie, like he's kind of a joy to watch. Um, he's yeah. a really cool dude, uh, so I'm happy to see him in more shit. He's obviously already famous, but he's still a little bit B list. So anything that, that brings him to mm, a list, I'm, I'm that Deathstroke
2: costume. Mm, it's, very really it's very good. Really very juice.
0: Yeah, very juice.
2: Full juice, if you will. I'm just gonna start sending uh, pictures on Twitter to Jared Leto with the word like "depressed" written on my forehead, and see if he gets the fucking message. Yeah,
3: like, can you, can you imagine going through all the extra effort to like come in condoms and send them to Will Smith to be in a movie for five fucking minutes? Like, what kind of fucking yeah. bag are you? And apparently, yeah. all of them were
0: just like, uh, like on set with him. That was their attitude. Yeah, yeah like, oh, like oh, I, come on.
3: And like, like things like Birds of Prey has shown that like lesser known characters can work. Like, it was, yeah. it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a problem with with anything other than just the the way the characters were written I think and the way they were designed like those tattoos yeah. I remember when they when they first revealed those tattoos I thought it was like a fucking april fools joke or something I thought it was a
0: joke dude no yeah. nobody liked it from the beginning exactly like yeah. there's there's never been anything there, redeeming about it and
2: me being the eternal optimist there are all that chick chat how how can i frame... <laughs> all that chick chat can
3: get you hurt. hurt like oh man uh, <laughs> how how are you in the scene yeah. with, how are you in the scene with that that other guy that you're torturing and you're less likable than he is <laughs> like you know, he's, he's like that actor is the biggest piece of shit in everything he's ever been in that's very true there are aspects
2: of his character where i don't like but i can understand they they had a cool idea in mind but every execution no, they didn't everything related to the dude the whole like his teeth are like metal because batman broke his fucking teeth in when he killed robin that's a cool idea imbo isn't executed well but it's a cool idea <laughs> anyway uh i don't look He's he's I, I think Jared Leto is a good actor. I do. He I've is. seen him in stuff. I like uh, he's so I've just seen a in, good person. several yeah, films. Yeah, yeah. I like it's just a
3: giant, just a giant cut, though. Just like. But
2: uh, yeah, I it's hard for me to conjure any excitement about that. Other than the fact that he's in the thing I am excited about, which is the just the four hour Justice League special cut that I'm looking forward to very much. So uh, we'll leave it at that because it's a nice optimistic note. You to ever, transition on.
3: You guys remember the time when Jared Leto was in a band and made us all listen to him on the radio for like twenty years? I,
0: I do. Do you remember when everybody had a friend that like assured you that Thirty Seconds to Mars was really good, <laughs> and you had to like like, all right, I'll try it again, Jim, but it just
2: never hit. <laughs> it never hit.
3: Yeah, we had a house party. Go away, to Jared. On. Like, why? Why the
2: fuck was <laughs> <Yeah>. this? <laughs> inevitably, every house party had fucking Thirty Seconds to Mars somewhere in the rotation. Yeah. And You're like ah oh, again.
3: There was footage of him. <laughs> there was footage of him like on on stage at a Thirty Seconds to Mars concert doing his Joker voice, and I knew oh, right. Th- no. I, oh yeah, I remember. I that. knew right then and there it was gonna be bad. Like you're being a real douche about this. It's probably gonna suck.
2: It was like a bre- it was like breaking news. Like if you followed movie news, yeah. they were like, oh, there's a clip of him doing his Joker voice. This is what he's gonna sound like, and I was like, I uh, hope not. I hope he just had a frog in his throat while he was singing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Moving right along into other shit. None of us are looking forward to. There's going to be a new Willow TV series <laughs> on Disney Plus because sometimes dead is better. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I Look, there have been reports that Disney and Bob Iger are balls to the wall, pedal to the floor, pushing as much effort into their streaming platform as they can. And it Clearly, shows because they're literally. They're like, what can we (laughs) Yeah, I get the joke, but they're like, what can we capitalize off of? Like and look, there are people, some people who love Willow. I am not one of them. I might be eternally optimistic, but that movie does not hold up well. And it wasn't all that great when the first time I saw it as a kid either. So uh, fuck, I I don't have anything to say about that. I tried to rewatch that film recently. I made it like ten minutes. And I had to turn it back off. Yeah, I, you know,
0: after last uh, week's episode where there were a lot of things we featured that, like, while we were talking about them, I realized I'd never seen. I was like, all right, I got to actually put effort in this and start watching these things. I'm not watching Willow. OK, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm happy for people who like Willow. But it, it really, that's you said. it. I mean, this is just them trying to, like, make a TV show out of fucking everything. I, I, I don't even think the source material is really all that good. I understand it has like a, a childhood memory type thing to people who do like it, but that doesn't mean it gets a TV show. All right. This isn't Oprah. Not everybody gets a TV show. <laughs> just let it, just keep it where it is. Keep
2: it as it is. I would say subtle Oprah reference, but it wasn't subtle, it wasn't at, subtle at, all. at all. No, <laughs> you get a show. You get a show.
3: Scott, any final thoughts? I mean, Warwick Davis is very clearly a talented actor. Uh, I mean, like his his body of work, whether you, whether you, Enjoy it or not is is impressive. It's so huge. He's been in everything, uh, from a, his, his show "Life Is Short" on HBO to like the Leprechaun series where he like became an iconic horror villain. Uh, he was
0: the Leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. He oh, was, yeah. yeah. Dude. He has such a sweet boyish face
3: yeah well not when, like, not when you put like not you put eight <laughs> pounds of prosthetic on it <laughs> no but
0: yeah in the leprechaun he's boyish but bad very very bad <laughs> oh my god i had no really i had no idea that was
3: him that's have you, guys, have you guys ever seen leprechaun 4 in space Ooh man i don't think uh, i've seen uh, in space i've
2: seen no in the hood, but though. watch along idea yeah dude oh god, please yes please oh
3: please that, that, we I, should
2: do that for halloween yeah,
0: yeah that's the yeah. halloween episode for sure yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Um, oh
0: my god
3: yeah i mean he's he's incredible uh i just don't i just don't think Again, it's, it's we talked about it like almost three weeks in a row now. It's just throwing shit at the wall, see what sticks. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm happy that he's getting the work because he's a talented guy. And I'm sure that especially right now, money's a little tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> you know, good for him. Fuck it. I'm not going to watch it, but, you know.
0: <laughs> I want to hear you say <laughs> that to his face. <laughs> hey, I'm happy for you, bud. I'm not going to watch it, though. Yeah. Don't ask me to fucking watch I already,
3: it. I already paid for HBO Max this week. I, I'll watch Life is <laughs> Short again in support of Warwick Davis right not watching fucking willow
2: ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man speaking of fan now nah, that's not a good that's not a good segue I'm just gonna do this the next piece of news is nice. for a announced vi- nailed it is for an announced video game in the st- I was gonna tie him to star wars somehow but then th- to make that oh is he a, a Jawa? is thing- he short you fucking yeah wow that's <laughs> piece of, of shit <laughs> no but he was actually an ewok so oh, there's huh. that. oh, oh damn oh, <laughs> shit. we're the ablest piece of shit
0: Oh, just because you know.
2: <laughs> there's literally
1: Let me just like behind the, the scene. scenes
2: <laughs> oh this is great we gotta stay here I gotta just sit in this moment for a minute <laughs> there are actual behind the scenes photos of him sitting next to Princess Leia on a log with the Ewok helmet off just chilling. Uh, boy that's great so but anyway my original point was to make the jump from just him being in Star Wars to saying I feel we like, did it I feel, like we, it. I feel like we got
3: it <laughs> yeah now. <nailed> it <laughs>
2: Cut it, print it. Let's fucking go. There's a new video game coming out for the Oculus Quest, <laughs> November 19th, called Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. I don't like the name of that game only because it reeks of Disney trying to tie everything back to their theme park. Yep. However, uh the game looks fun. So ILM Lab is doing it, and they previously made a, an experience called Trials on Tatooine, which is nothing more than a uh like a smorgasbord of a couple different scenarios where you get to hold a fucking lightsaber. And fuck yeah. around. Um, this looks like a very different thing. There's a lot of different environments in the trailer. There's a lot of uh both blaster stuff and eventually some lightsaber stuff because of course there is. Scott, did you watch the trailer and what'd you think about it?
3: Uh I did. Uh I am usually really excited, especially now that like we, we I just got the VR. I'm so stoked on anything I can possibly or potentially play in it. Uh yeah. but this to me looks like it should be a fucking Facebook mobile game. <laughs> Honestly. Like it look it looks it looks clunky as shit. Like, like just watching the the how choppy the movements were in the trailer, I could already yeah. feel myself getting motion sickness standing still in my bed without a VR headset on. So, like, how the <laughs> fuck is it gonna, like? Yeah, I mean, like, you already have great games out there, like like Vader Immortal, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, that absolutely kill it. And this looks to me like it would be, be early test footage, or maybe like a fan made game. It doesn't look like something would be like a triple A list VR release. Uh, I'm not sure if it just doesn't translate well to you know to my flat screen, as opposed to what it looked like in 3d. Uh, but I'm, I have absolutely no excitement for this at all. I, I watched that trailer. and I was like, it's coming, it's coming out in a month. Like, is it coming out November 11th, 2021? Like, it doesn't look like it's anywhere near ready. Uh, yeah. It's such you,
0: a, it, it's such a dark omen when you and I agree, Scott, especially <laughs> in the video games, it feels like two, like pieces of antimatter touching. And then just like the explosion that comes after that. Uh, it, it yeah, no, it's, it was underwhelming to me. It was like, really, I, I don't really know what to say about it. The graphics were like, yuck. Like they looked like, <laughs> they yeah, looked like, that, that's, that's, like last gen, um, which I get is <laughs> like a VR thing. So a lot of the resources go into that. But even at that, I, I might be biased because I'm not ever particularly excited about VR. Um, But even at that, it didn't seem like anything new was done. It seemed like every VR game that's ever been released, reskinned as like a Star Wars thing. It just it fell flat for me. It doesn't look too great. And I agree with you. It's weird that they named it after the theme park, uh, the Disney theme park. Yeah, Um, it felt
3: icky to me. I'd rather
0: just go to Galaxy's Edge than play that game. Essentially,
3: I'd rather put the helmet on and experience what it's like to be on the on one of the very few rides at Galaxy's Edge. You know, I'd rather pay $60 for that then pay for whatever clunky mess <laughs> this is going to be. I, I just want to you know, I would rather have a stationary, like visual, like, like a watch along experience for the price tag instead of whatever the fuck this is. Wait, isn't to that
0: something they're doing, though? Seriously, isn't aren't they doing like a, a VR experience where you can walk around in galaxies? Did I like is this like a fever dream that I'm recalling? I'm pretty sure that they are doing like a VR thing where you can I'm like, not sure. go to Galaxy's yeah. Edge
3: uh, in cool. VR. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would love to do that. Uh,
2: I literally will. Co-stream it with Scott so we can both freak out while we're looking right. at I don't know the weird Coca-Cola bottles that they made for Galaxy's Edge. They have blue look, milk look, look. and it's alcoholic. Oh, yeah, man. look, neither of us can taste this or take it home. How much fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: well, we still got to pay sixty dollars to hold it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you try to you try to pick it up and there's a physical paywall in between <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. and the thing.
3: Yeah. Well, that's uh, a big that's life. a feat. That's yeah. called a feature. Yeah.
2: Uh, All right, we have two more pieces of news before we move on. And uh, the next one to tie into our continued Star Wars talk is that there is a new special look released for The Mandalorian, which is only a couple of days away at this point. I can't can't fucking wait. I think we're all, you know, unanimously super fucking excited. And they released. It's kind of like a little quick one minute long behind the scenes. It's not really a trailer. And again, to sing the marketing department's praises, they have still given us barely anything. About what's happening. All we know is that Mando is back with baby Yodes and they're traversing the galaxy. I, there's not a whole lot I can say beyond. It just looks fantastic. I mean, the first look opens with him being chased by two X-Wing and uh, I was immediately just giddy. I was just like, oh, that's super fun. how just you feel about it, Scott?
3: Um, Yeah, I mean, it looks great, man. It, it seems like it's, it's uh, a little bit more context. Than what we saw, uh, I think, like what, two or three weeks ago with the first reveal, the first trailer reveal. Right. Yeah, um, I'm really excited for it, man. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, I think it looks pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like it's not like we're lax, uh, lacking enthusiasm, but there's nothing to say because it's not showing us anything besides just
3: yep. Still can't wait. Uh, I I kind of get the vibe. It's gonna <laughs> be it's gonna be like kind of they're, they're kind of gonna follow like that that uh, old '90s early 2000s kind of like drama drama kind of thing where the first season was kind of like setting up the world. Showing us the characters all these different situations. Now we might get like more of a longer, cohesive narrative. That might like just, yeah. it seems like maybe we're gonna crash on this planet, and be stuck there for a while. Uh, well, or like, like you said though, it could just be that we're seeing clips off in the first episode of the second season, like they did with the the first season, of the Mandalorian, with the trailer. You know, you, yeah. you know, we saw like maybe like five like five minutes of footage from the first episode, the entire six to eight months news cycle leading up to it. So,
2: yeah. I specifically remember watching the like the first episode and like a half, a half hour into it. I was like, oh, I've I've seen that whole trailer already. That that's exciting. Like we have the entire series left to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How would you feel about that? That first look, Derek?
0: Uh, I, I, you know, same thing. I don't have much to say, not because there isn't anything to say. I just feel like, you know, we've said it and now we're right. it. We're, we're within a week of when it comes out. We're going to be reviewing it next week. I'm super pumped for that. Um, the only thing really new that I took from the um, uh, the first look, uh minute long trailer. I don't know if I just hadn't picked up on this in the other trailers, but I didn't realize that like Carl, Carl Weathers seems like he's going to be a mainstay character. So, I mean, that's exciting, but love me some Carl Weathers. I'm just ready to watch this fucking show. That's that's basically it. It looks so fucking polished and I can't wait.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty sick. Especially like the, the Gamorrean like fight ring stuff that looks really fun. Also, yeah. fun fact, the the Gamorrean he's talking to in that <clears throat> ringside. or I don't think it's a Gamorrean, actually. The alien he's talking to ringside near the Gamorrean fight is voiced by Jean Favreau because he just loves sticking him, himself right. in for voices for characters. I'm not mad about it, though, because he's got that good generic space alien voice <laughs> that he, he has to <laughs> tweak a little bit. And then it sounds totally different. So fucking that's what's up. Um, all right. You're not saying all aliens sound alike, are you? That's not <laughs> you really. I'm just going to leave that there where it is and not respond. Senator Haver uh, moving along to the final piece of news before our two main topic reviews. Um, Jamie Foxx has been announced to be in a vampire movie, uh, hunting vampires, essentially Blade, but not called Day Shift. I, OK, cool. The John Wick producers are going to be involved. There's no release date yet. But I mean, you know, I'm down, right? Like, I like vampires most of the time. I like Jamie Foxx all of the time. Well, okay. Except
3: yeah, for when on. he was a lecture. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'm pretty sure pretty sure, we could we could find B-roll with our own podcast <laughs> that would contradict that statement.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, well, <laughs> I caught it. I caught it. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Derek, what do you feel about this?
0: Uh, the only thing exciting about this is that it's the same producers as John Wick. I don't care about yeah. vampire. Like, come on. Can we just... Th- it's the same thing with zombies. How many times are we going to redo the same fucking thing yeah. before it's like... I mean, it's going to be the same plot. It's It's... He's killing vampires, but then one he realizes is actually a nice person and he has to it's it's the same fucking thing again and again no, no,
3: f- finish finish your pitch though what's gonna happen next yeah okay. no no yeah
2: I'm, we're all we're both edge of our seats here and- i, I,
3: I, I want to see how accurately you can predict the plot of this without having seen <laughs> nothing about it yet <laughs> no yes, I, please. I don't
2: fucking know
0: i have no idea I, i'm just i'm here for the action that's it the story's not going to be good i can guarantee that
3: Anything that that prolongs Jamie Foxx's shoot schedule for Spider-Man three, I'm I'm all for. <laughs> <laughs> that's really that's really like yeah, man. Whatever you yeah. want to do.
2: Yeah, no, you can totally knock that out. But don't worry about it. Push production <laughs> three weeks. All right. Uh, so before we that's get probably into all our main, we to need to film that fucking thing. For being honest, well, I mean, it's going to be basically the Avatar two of physical production because. <laughs> 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 if they make him blue again anyway. I know there's something we're gonna but you know those wily bastards over in Marvel. Just might do hey, it. Hey, look it's they'd be like, hey guys, look, it's a callback, and everyone in the audience is like, no, like,
0: why it's do you, not why do you no give, one why wanted you, why it. That's you not give... one that we wanted.
3: Mm. <laughs> like Jamie Foxx definitely deserves a chance at redemption, but but let's not do let's no, let's not do the same thing again. It's going it's gonna confuse everybody. Like, I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it. laughs> I'm
2: confused and I haven't even seen his blue skin yet. well uh you know fun fact he's got blue skin because he actually is a navi so he's gonna be an avatar two and three so uh plot twist ruined it for you uh before we get into our two main topics of discussion this week i would like to remind you guys that if you want to hear us talk about something uh specific or review something on the podcast or ask us a question or tell us we're fucking wrong with a correction um you can hit us up on twitter uh use the hashtag ask TCN or you can email us at questions at the cynical nerd dot com or Facebook.com slash the cynical nerd yeah. whatever whatever means of communique you would like to send our way yeah. and I did not mean for that to rhyme
3: if we're wrong should they use hashtag fuck TNC <laughs> or TCN uh, yes Okay, I, I like that if but, it's a but correction also, but also if, they, if they're horny for us they should also put hashtag fuck yeah yeah it's a, it's yeah. a dual purpose <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: hashtag there yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, Senator, when you, when you, uh, most fuckable dad, you hashtag fucked easy. Yeah, you got your tips dripping out there, Schmegs,
2: huh? <laughs> uh, all right, boys, we all
3: watched.
0: Is like, uh. <laughs> hey, are we, hang on, hang on. You guys know what time it is, right? Our most time important it? segment. Uh, oh, is, it is time it for talking, talking shit? shit? It's, it's time for talking shit.
3: All so right, we're going to away. Tell, you some, you tell me something you love, Derek. What do you love? Yeah, throw uh, us on the spot.
0: What do I love? What do I love? I love delicate kisses on my cheek in the morning
2: from people who I care about. Yeah, try to yeah. attack that asshole. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> did he drop the mic or can you think of some way to shit on that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, did you brush your fucking teeth first before you kissed me? With those little little butterfly kisses first thing in the morning? I, I don't know. Um, maybe make me some fucking cough. Uh, this is, sounds like I'm being a chauvinist pig. I can't do it. Yeah. But that- it's, it's not good. But- <laughs> You kiss me? Good morning. Wash your fucking mouth. Why don't you suck my... No.
2: Uh, Every single time I see someone get a kiss first, like they roll over and kiss, I'm like, oh, go brush your teeth. Mm-hmm, oh no, mm-hmm, oh no. Mm-hmm. I know your breath smells like cabbage and shit mixed together. Looks like the worst lettuce-wrapped tacos like, of all time. It's
3: like onions and ketchup.
2: <laughs> it's like onions and ketchup. No, it's on my tongue.
3: No, uh, I don't know, man. He really gave me nothing to work with.
1: Uh, <laughs> really I, 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 I like know it. he loves.
3: I know I saw him post on Facebook earlier this, this week that he loves Hole. Courtney loves rock band. Oh, I would just like to say that I do not love Hole. I think Hole is terrible. Yeah, uh, I think I think Garbage far surpasses Hole in every single way possible. Also, I, I don't believe that any members of Garbage were were uh, responsible for for the the death of a famous rock star. <laughs> I don't know. You heard it here first. Controversial statements. I really got. I really got nothing. Courtney. Courtney loves just a cunt. Like I saw her. I saw her on. A comedy, yeah. a comedy central roast, and she was like so blazed out of her mind, just like, not even bla- like just, just just beamed out of her fucking mind, like the like the, the the high beams were on, but no one was in the car. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, dude, I
2: remember yeah. exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I can't remember the roast that she was on, but she was gone.
3: Yeah, like they made fun of her the whole time. She kept looking around, like she was trying to figure out who they were talking to. <laughs> <Just> like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, did you mean the corny that's behind me? Because yeah. there's two of me. But I turn around. <laughs> it's, it's Not fucking good. No, nah. but I mean that's, that's I a- mean.
3: Yeah, I mean, Hole's just the band is just is uh, it's it's I, I, garbage I, music for garbage. People. I will I will give her this though. She was incredible in the People versus Larry Flint. That's all. That's all I'll give her. Never saw it. You oh, never saw that. Okay, Pe- no, Pe- I didn't. People versus Larry Flint. Larry, Larry, Larry. No. <laughs> <laughs> the people. Who are no, just... <laughs> people versus Larry Flint. <laughs> uh, we're, we're talking about so, Co- we're talking about Courtney Love because you love Hole and I hate Hole. You hate hole? What's the matter with you? I'm not a 35-year-old. Try to think what drug I can use that's not, like, hyper-offensive. Oh, it's, it's gone already. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna, before you said Courtney Love, I was gonna try and play a game where we made Derek guess how we got from morning kisses <laughs> oh, to <no>. the people <laughs> versus Larry <laughs> Flynn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay.
3: Figure out how we made those connections, fuckface. <laughs> uh, I mean, my, right. my <laughs> only argument would be, if you're gonna kiss me first thing in the morning, why don't you suck my dick first thing in the morning? Why? why uh, why do I got to wake up to a blaring alarm clock screaming in my ear? That annoying, you know, that annoying, like, fucking copy paste. Oh, annoying,
0: delicate kisses
3: on your cheek from someone that you love? Is the, does that uh, annoy you? No, I was talking about, wow. was talking about the, uh, the the fucking Apple ringtone like that. that you know, the one. <laughs> the the yeah. nuclear alarm? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, no, no. I think we I feel like we all have. Yeah, that's like 90%
0: of the reason I have a galaxy now.
3: I feel like we all have different alarms, but like the, the kind of alarm someone has that they, they choose to wake up to tells you what kind of person they are.
0: You
3: know I mean, <laughs> that's right. pretty insightful. Yeah. Like, like, like the nuclear. <laughs> yeah, alarm that's going to be in a fortune cookie in 2000. The, 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 new, <laughs> the, the nuclear alarm says that you hate yourself. like that's like the, that's like the <laughs> meanest way to wake yourself up. I
0: think it's, it's that you don't trust yourself. So you need something <laughs> like harsh and awful to just like yeah, jerk like, you out of this. Like ah! you wake up screaming every single day. It's just it's just
2: how you get up. It, it's like the worst possible noise you can think of to startle you out of a, a peaceful slumber. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. To ensure that and, you're an angry person in your waking life.
3: Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, also, it's also way worse when you have like a work phone and your work alarm is a certain tone. And you, you know when that alarm goes off, it means fuck, all joy is gone. If That's up, true. If you have to get up, you have to get up and immediately like shower and with your hair still wet, get in the fucking car. Doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees out, you're fucking in the car with wet hair on your way to work. And like, that, but the worst thing is like, it's always, uh, it's always just a, a uh, you know, uh, an innocent tone you never suspect. So you'll be out. In public. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll, be out, you'll be out in public at like, <laughs> a, like a house party. That's at like so true. At like 2 a.m. on a Friday. And you hear that Tony be like, oh, fuck. And you're like, you just snap back like the Manchurian candidate. You're just like,
2: you <laughs> know, I was going to say, you're literally tra- training yourself like Pat, like Pavlov's dogs, yeah, like yeah. like a clicker tree. You're like, yeah. oh, no,
3: work's coming around the corner. I've, I've legit woken up in, in a girl's bed at like maybe, I don't know, three or four in the morning to the sound of her alarm going off or her, her like text phone going off. And started getting started getting ready for work before I realized where I was, and that I am still drunk. So it's <laughs> fucking it does, does, does some some, uh, some lasting. Yeah, you pain. always
0: pick. You try to pick the sweetest tone, but it just transforms yeah, into yeah. this like it ruins, horrifying yeah. melody yeah. over time.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> all right, boys, uh, we have two main topics for discussion there. Both movie reviews that we've all taken time out of our lives to watch, and I don't know if these guys are going to consider that a good or a bad thing. Uh, we're going to start off with. Hmm, Let's do witches first because we talked about the original already, uh, very very briefly. Because reminder, <laughs> the watch alongs on our Patreon. If you want to hang out and watch it with us, um, how did you guys? I'm gonna. I'm not going first this time. I'm gonna make. Hmm. I'd like Gary to. Go first. If you don't mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd like to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the uh, the original had things that were good and bad about it, right? Of course, uh, special effects mainly were what were great about it. Um, so going into this. I really had nothing. Like I wasn't in love with the original, so it wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to see what they do with it. It was almost like watching a brand new movie. Um there was a lot about it that I didn't like. Um mainly the acting, even from the Academy Award winning actresses. Uh any scene where like um holy shit, I can't think of her name. There's Octavia something. I
3: Octavia Spencer.
0: Spencer, yeah, thank you. Um any scene she was in was just like cringe overload. But then even um What's her name, please why and Ann, Hath- Ann Hathaway Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Ann Hathaway, thank you, yeah, even her like when she spoke it was it was too much yeah it
3: was
0: it wasn't good, that being <laughs> said, other than that, I thought it was fucking incredible. I thought it was great, uh just to start with you know one thing, the music, that like sweeping, fucking bountiful orchestra was like just incredible, yeah. just really felt like you were on an adventure um. Even from a cinematography standpoint, they had that like wide lens camera, like everything was like high and wide. You saw every fucking inch of the room in every shot. I thought it was yeah. beautifully shot. Um, it was also genuinely terrifying. Like the when their mouths would open all the way up to the ear was like actually it was like watching like it for kids, except all the scary things. All the things that made it scary were still there. So it's not even really for kids. <laughs> it's just like still horrible. Uh, the one mentionable thing that I wanted to bring up was the scene where they crawl into the vent, yeah and she like sends her arms in like oh, yeah. after that. was like, dude, Veronica and I watched it. we looked at each other like, "This is supposed to be a fucking kids movie <laughs> like that we were like gen- like we got all like weird and sweaty and like uncomfortable <laughs> in our clothes, and like, dude, it was so it was so enjoyable, dude. Like, I think that the goal of the original was to have a kid's a, a movie for like older kids that kind of jars them and scares them a little bit. So like taking that and putting that into the new film, I think they did like nearly perfectly because I can't imagine even an older kid watching that and not being scared because we're in our thirties and we were fucking horrified. So I thought it was awesome. I, I I thought it was great. That's all I have to say about it. I thought it was just a really fucking good movie.
2: How about you, Scott?
3: Uh, I mean, I agree. There's a lot of things I didn't like about it. Uh, that fucking accent they had Anne Hathaway doing, like it, it was the same thing in the original. Like it's so Saturday morning cartoon villain. Like, like oh, yeah. it reminds me of the people used to like be after the Pink Panther. You know what I mean? Like it's just—it was so ridiculous. Uh, but having said that, though, like like Derek was saying, the practical effect or, or not practical effects, just the the effects overall, the aesthetic of it, uh, the way that now when people transformed, they they didn't just shrink into their clothes; they exploded out of them. it shot like it was just visually, it was beautiful. It was awesome to watch. Uh, I like I like how they kind of extended the ending scene and gave Anne Hathaway as the Grand High Witch her own little unique ending. Whereas the original, she yeah. just kind of got snuffed out in the middle of the chaos. Um, I liked it that the that the the mouse, the little mouse friend they had, spoke from, from uh, the beginning. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 that. Yeah. Had, and it kind of it did a little bit more world building, and I also we talked about how in the original, uh, not the well, I guess the uh, in the nineteen ninety version, uh, how they kind of like bitched out by having the kid turn back into a kid for no reason.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. And
3: they didn't do that. Yeah. 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 I, I really like that. They didn't do that. And that it's Chris rock as an old rat, but, but it's only been, it's only clearly only been a few years because his grandma's still yeah. alive, but it's r- just lived. Super
2: sad and depressing. Yeah. Yeah. But he, but he
3: still confirms
0: like, our theory from, from the Patreon where like, yes, if you get turned into a rat as a kid. You're only going to live a couple <laughs> more years.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was really, just really cool, man. I really enjoyed it. Um, the the things I that I thought it did well outweighed the things that I was kind of like iffy about. Like, like again, it was bad acting, but so was the so was the original. So at least it's yeah. it's at least it's true to the source material. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: like, yeah. I had a couple. I had a couple things that I had. Um, I didn't write them down. I just. I we watched it yesterday. Me My wife and I, so I, I remembered them. So one, I agree. Uh, there's a lot of terrible acting, but it it did build out the world in surprising ways. Like the entire opening. In the, the 1990s film, and I'm so glad we did the watch along this week because it lets the comparison be so fresh. Uh, the original film kind of glossed over the fact that his parents were dead. It was just like, here's a kid. He lives with his grandma. Oh, his parents are dead. Okay, here's the witches. In this film, they really built that out. And I, although it was bad acting, the beginning was super sad. It was very, it was, like, yeah. it, was very, it was very... I was like, oh my God. Like, they're just... They're showing this kid who's, like, depressed because his fucking parents are dead. His grandma was trying to cheer him up. And again... I, the acting was bad. It was cringy, but it was really nice to see that uh, relationship built, you know, because so those scenes do, were heartwarming. Yeah. When it like made them feel like people, yeah. right? Like it makes them feel real. And that's kind of the whole purpose in a movie. That's so fantastical and over the top. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool that they changed the main character to be uh, a young black boy and his family, as opposed to the original um, in juxtaposition to that the friend is still a fat British kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they changed nothing about that kid. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, you really couldn't though. don't fix what's not
2: broken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they might have taken the original actor and DH him. He was so close to like <laughs> the original fucking, uh, I was like, Oh man, I'm so glad that the friend is still like a, a British kid. And they pulled that off by making the hotel, not in Norway or, or sorry, England, but putting it in uh, what they say, like the Gulf of Mexico or something. Like they just went on like a vacation. Yeah, it was like a tropical I think, area. I think it was
3: Louisiana. Louisiana, right? yeah.
2: yeah. Was it Louisiana? Okay, yeah, it was, it was on the Gulf. Um, so I, I liked the world building in the beginning. I liked the kind of character change, although there was a little bit of a missed opportunity because we'll put it's Rowan Atkinson in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: Don't was thinking the same. Yes dude? Who are I
2: you was thinking that about? the entire there were, time. There were plenty of housemates that were in need of a good bean banging. <laughs>
3: Oh, man. beanbag bag chair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so there was a little bit of a missed opportunity, like having the main character be turned into a, a black kid and and being in the 50s. And there was only like one line that was from the proprietor of the hotel or the manager of the hotel, Stanley Tucci, where he's basically like kids like you don't often get to come to places like this, do they? And I was like, OK, And I, I thought maybe they were going to explore like not only, you know, this film and how it differs from the original, but maybe. The fact that they they changed the race of the main character and how that might affect a kid in the 50s and also dealing with this fan, Like maybe he would go to a hotel manager and complain about witches and they didn't believe him because they thought he was like, you know, they were just down on him for being a black kid or something like that. But they didn't do any of that. They did a little bit, though,
0: because the whole reason they went to the hotel, there's there's two that I can think of. The whole reason that they went to the hotel was the grandma was saying like, oh, well, people like us don't go to hotels like that. So nobody will expect us to be there. And then uh, okay, I like, remember that. Yeah. when they get to the hotel, um, I think this is what they meant by it. Anyway, when they get out of the car, the um, what, what do they call the, the guys? The, like, what are you doing the here? Bellhop yeah. Or whatever. yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like dumbstruck. He's like, what are you doing here? And for a second, I thought like, oh, they must know each other. And then when it became apparent, they didn't. I was like, oh, they're not used to seeing like people of color come into that hotel. But other than that, that's really all they explored. Yeah, and I mean, it's weird I, I, for them to take that change and not like yeah i, little I little was right yeah
2: i was almost guaranteeing like myself that there was going to be a scene somewhere in the film where he was going to run to like the authorities or the hotel staff and be like there's witches in the conference room and they were going to be like run along now yeah you know to do something fucking rude to him uh but they didn't and that's that's fine i just i thought i would bring it up you want my, to see more my culty to children
3: and yeah oh yeah.
2: boy <laughs> i wanted to not touching that one I'm going to leave that one right where it is. You can sit right over there in the fucking corner. Um, yeah. So the CGI was pretty piss poor throughout the whole thing. But let's be real. Did we expect it to be amazing? Because no, we didn't. I so I that bad. just. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad either. But I mean, I agree. It wasn't very I, good. Uh, I, maybe it's so it's, in relation for me, it's like to character weight. Like every time someone was like, they just it just looked, I don't know, just not that great to me. Uh in Hathaway, her performance, of course, was super over the top. However, there's a couple moments of dialogue where she's talking to someone normal, and all of a sudden she switches and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like her mouth goes up, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah. that was horrifying. Like, good job. That was fucking yeah. creepy. She looks like, uh, like sexy
3: Baraka. It's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing going on. That's a pretty good way to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Can we all talk about how fucking unnerving the little toe was that she oh, had? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Remind, Why?
3: Remind me of those of the witches from Skyrim. You know, the bir- the half bird lady that. Oh yeah, the, ha- the, ha- oh. the the hags, wherever they are, swap hags, and they 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 like went out
2: of their way to show them all the time. Yeah, <laughs> like, like oh, she took scene. her shoes off,
0: pan down, like no, we know, yeah. we know, we know they're there
2: <laughs> somewhere. Some weird foot fetishist for <laughs> deformed feet is for having Yo. a real jerk off contest really right, now. right now. The, yeah. There's
3: a dude named Pete the Feet somewhere in South <laughs> Philly just going at himself. <laughs> The beat. Oh, that's a real that's a real person i'm not even kidding oh jesus um, wow <laughs> I believe more you. more
2: okay. horrifying than the movie so <laughs> yeah uh right. my my wife hilariously pointed out she's like oh my god she's got the toenail on that horrible toe painted on each foot it's <laughs> hilarious
3: uh i guess if you only got so one that, you gotta jazz it up you know what i mean yeah gotta... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. yeah uh
2: i agree with derek's point i think the they really captured the feel of four children but right on the edge of is this too much because there were a couple times when i'm like i wouldn't want my kid to watch that like some of that shit was horrifying even when they change her into a fucking rat spoiler alert she's a horrifying rat yeah she's a scary creature if that thing was chasing me it's a full person mouth she still has the weird mouth thing as a rat Mm -hmm. can you imagine a rat
3: chasing you with like baraka mouth that, that whole sequence was like really rewarding compared to what we got in the original i think yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, like, and again, like I like I I know we we did watch the, the original like 1990 movie, but we we've never read the book. Any of us, I don't think we're doing a, a deep dive that deep for a fucking HBO <laughs> we don't, Max we don't really original get that movie far into which is more, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, just the, that entire chase sequence where they're you know, first of all, how they turn her, like the the like the, the ingenuity they used, like to to kind of like pinch her feet with the mouse traps and then have him slingshot himself. right. It was all like really cool. It all kind of reminded me of like, Ratatouille a little bit. Yeah, yeah, dude, it really did. Like, yeah, or or like uh, Mouse Hunt, that old movie with uh, Nathan Lane. Is that name? Nathan.
2: You lost yeah. me on that one. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Lane. That's yeah.
3: right. Yeah. No, yeah, but
2: you're right. I mean, uh, the, I specifically remember watching it and thinking like, "Oh, this is much different from the OG." Like they decided yeah. to just change this whole scene up. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, the original, she just drinks the fucking yeah. soup, but it takes longer to change her, which, in retrospect, is a stupid fucking right. <laughs>
3: plot point. Like, well, she, um, she only had one spoonful of the soup. They ate all yes. the soup. <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm just an <laughs> idiot movie watcher.
2: Thank you for uh, yeah.
0: explaining that to me.
2: Right. And now it's fixing her alopecia three times as fast Um, (laughs) (laughs) her uh, wig rot or whatever they called it. Wig rash. So there's two more things I wanted to personally uh, bring attention to. One is that not only was the intro fleshed out more, but the ending was too. Because in the film, after they make the hardcore decision, I would I would equate this almost to Rogue One decision to uh, to keep him a mouse and just say, fuck that kid. Because I, I was like, oh, my God, are they going to do it? I was like, oh, my God, they're going to do it. Uh, they also go the extra step in the original. They showed the little black book of like American witches and they go, oh, we're going to go to America. And then it cuts. Right. And there's nothing else. in this one He's literally doing a slideshow with kids, which is creepy about how they're going to go. They're in America. They're going to go, um, you know, attack all these other witches and turn them into mice and kind of wipe out really like Van Helsing, like witch hunting style. But it's an old mouse narrated by Chris Rock, which brings me to my last point. I hated that they chose to have Chris Rock narrate this film. I hated it, and I don't know if you got you probably you guys probably don't agree with me.
3: I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> uh, the I don't. whole I intro. I, I'll hear you out, though. Why do you hate? Do you hate uh, America's nothing. beloved sweetheart, Chris Rock?
2: I love Chris Rock. I really do. But the it made the You're entire yourself in a real dark light. This
0: episode. <laughs> oh <ends>.
2: boy. <laughs> You guys did it to me in episode three. Fuck you guys! All right, it's my turn now. All right, I was gonna say, I was actually gonna bring reference to that. All
3: right, so, did, so you, you didn't like, you don't like Chris Rock, and there wasn't enough child abuse in the movie. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck me. We're, I'm retiring from my post. I'm put out a public
2: apology on Twitter.
3: It's best if you get out in front because I'm gonna tell everybody.
2: So it's best if you get in front of it now because we fucked. Yeah. Career's over. There's. I don't know. We were talking about the movie doing a good job tonally of straddling the line between kids movie and and kind of kind of like light horror for them. And the entire intro like it was just too comedic. It was too funny for me. I don't know. It sounded like he was doing a bit for like grownups, which I, I this is one of those movies. I just can't stand with every fiber, of my fucking body. And I, I his was, whole intro. I don't know. He turned me off. It got better throughout the movie, but I think it only got better because he talked less through most <laughs> of it. And, and the only time you hear him again is the very end. And if he was, if Chris Rock was just the voice of the old mouse at the end, I would have been fine with it. I mean, I, I know he is just the voice of the old mouse and the old mouse is narrating, but, the intro just sounded like they were like, Chris Rock, be Chris Rock. And uh, I don't know. It, it It's definitely it's definitely a phone in because they wanted to get
0: like a big name. be yeah. The, yeah. the narration for the uh, uh, main character. But then he really wasn't even in it a whole lot. Yeah. So it's kind of right. like they did it in the cheapest way that they could. But
2: I didn't. He bookended it.
3: it. Yeah. He was beginning and end. And that was it. Chris yeah. Rock always I, is the same person when he does voice acting, though. Like, he's always yeah. he's always the, the character he played in Madagascar. Like, it's always <laughs> the same fucking thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's. I'm not mad at it. He's always always the zebra, bro. He can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
2: going to give this film three out of five Anne Hathaway witch toes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How do you guys feel about it? (laughs) Give it a great score. Derek, do you have one? I'm I'm, I'm
0: going to give it 3.5 Anne Hathaway smile to
3: ear blowies. Oh, okay.
2: Blowies? Oh, no. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just think
3: about it for a second. I don't want to. Uh, I'm going to give it two fat kids picking the raisins out of the muffins in the hotel lobby. <laughs> okay.
2: Sick reference, bro. Sick mm-hmm. reference. Gotta love that. Gotta love that fat kid in no, that movie. Dude, he's my favorite character. Also, his parents straight up didn't fucking want him. They didn't. I mean, that was fucked up. That was so weird. <laughs> they They took him in the original... And they wow, I forgot about that. There were two things in this movie that were horribly depressing over top of the OG, which is him, his parents disowning him as a as a kid, and then them just leaving them as fucking mice. I was like, God, yeah, still yeah, stone. Cold. Yeah, I totally uh, forgot
3: about that. I would just for say like, if it's OK. keep in for our next watch along. We watch something a little less depressing, like maybe Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh,
2: I, I am so that. on board with that that I'm already booking it for Wednesday. Let's go. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Arnest, scared, stupid, and beers. Um yeah. uh, you, or, or, or a
3: we could double feature two wine. boys. I'm up for. Forever. <laughs>
2: um, all right. So our last our last conversation on the docket here is the Borat two film, and I don't know how either of you guys feel about it. I'm once again going to not go first, and uh, Scott, would you like to? Take the reins. Uh, I think you saw it before the yeah, us, uh, yeah. so you've had slightly more time to digest. Uh, I've watched it. You feel I've about watched it?
3: it twice. Twice? Yes. Okay. Uh it's I mean, we we definitely hit the nail on the head. Like, it is. I've already seen the memes, like the last plague of 2020 is everyone starts talking like Borat again. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it's 100% gonna Which happen. Which was
0: our joke on the cynical nerd, yeah, like four yeah. weeks
3: ago. Alright, that was. Yeah. We yeah. fucking called it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the final plague of Egypt is just Borat voice. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just take my firstborn son instead? <laughs> this is <the> fucking This <laughs> <laughs> <Yikes> is <image. laughs> <laughs> so Oh god. Yeah, um it does it does a lot of things really well. It it was fun. It was more of the same. It was it was a lot, I mean a lot of it didn't work for me, uh, to be honest. It was funny, I laughed at it, but I was just kind of like I was laughing at the way I would laugh at an episode of Robot Chicken. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, or or like Tim and Eric. I wasn't I didn't like from from the leaked footage we saw of of the whole Giuliani thing I watched that with anticipation of this being like this this big like shit show that he was going to like unearth all this all this horrible shit and it's literally like it's the last 5 minutes of the movie where you see like you kind of see Giuliani fucking with his dick maybe uh my biggest criticism is that he came in the room too early he should have let him whip it out so he could be fucking canceled forever
2: yeah i i i, I don't know if you're done i'm sorry to, oh, but, I'm um, out. Uh, yeah Okay. Um I'm I'm going to take the reins on the next one and let Derek go last this time. So yeah, the biggest dis- I thought the movie was funny in a lot of places. I think it's about 50/50 for me. So some of the some of the jokes worked. I've realized that as I've gotten older, some of the um putting people in awkward situations on TV just isn't always as funny for me as it used to be. It's, it's sometimes it's just painful to watch. And, and of course, you know, for some of these skits, you're just like, you're watching it and you're like, how do they not know who the fuck he is? Um, he, he also did a lot of the, let me expose America's racist underbelly. But the thing is when he released the first movie, just that in and of itself was kind of shocking. You're like, Oh, people think like this, but then we've had, you know, the past four years have happened and I know we're not getting political, but that's not a surprise to anybody yeah. anymore. And for him to just be doing the same thing, it was almost depressing. Like watching there, there's a scene in the film again. <laughs> if you're still here, five episodes in spoiler fucking alerts, it shouldn't be a thing for you, but you know what? There's a scene in the film that's in the trailer um, where he's, hold up with these guys in this cabin for, I don't even know how long he did it for, but commitment. Uh, yeah. Seriously. And the, he's, they're literally talking about how they believe that like Democrats, like, like pizza gate is real. And that Democrats like drink the blood of kids or some crazy shit. But then he shows them a pamphlet of how he's supposed to raise his daughter from Kazakhstan. And they're like, Oh no, this is fake propaganda. Like you shouldn't, this is fake. You shouldn't believe this. And I'm like, Oh it hurts so bad and it's not even in a fun way for me anymore. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, ah, oof, like, like we're, we're super we're, depressing. We're
3: ready to laugh at fl- like flat earth or documentaries. Now like, we can't laugh at things. that are yeah. just Potentially saddening.
2: Oh, they made a flat earth reference in this movie. Did you catch it? Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Uh, that was pretty so good. So I don't um, think
2: I, before we get too far away from that, I'm going to
0: interrupt your interruption and say that. Okay. You know,
3: I, I would like to finish my thought after you're done interrupting his interruption. Interruption.
0: <laughs> 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 it's really quick. It's the same thing with the first one as the second one. Uh, A a lot of the scenes are not as um, candid as he presents them. A lot of the people in the first one uh, are friends of his who are like small time actors that do those parts and they act like just kind of a dumb person. And I personally think that the two dudes that he bunks up with are I don't think that was genuine. Just the way that they act didn't seem like the way people really talk, um, especially when they're at the uh, the concert thing and he says the line about chop him up like the Saudis do or whatever and they're like oh I can't believe he actually said it it seemed so much like acting to me I don't think that those dudes were I don't think they were legit there's
2: Two guys might not have, but the people whose faces were blurred out who did the fucking the, the, hail the Hitler Nazi. Oh yeah. boy, some of that shit was real rough to. And I, again, I, I it's more of the same, but some of that shit doesn't get less shocking. Some of it, some of it does dull over the years. That kind of that whole scene, that song one was a banger even if the lyrics were yeah. horrifying the song that song should be on the fucking radio i want the soundtrack right now You're,
3: you are whew, all right <laughs> oh,
2: i said the lyrics are horrible uh, the song is a banger i'm just gonna i'm
3: gonna start just going through these videos on youtube and just getting sound bites to play on my my soundboard when no. i'm live
2: why would you ruin my life like
3: that um musically
2: it was fun okay let's go that route um horrifying song that he was playing at, uh, like a Republican rally. It was, it was pretty shocking to hear. So I I guess, yeah. So it was like 50, 50 for me. Some of the humor worked, some of it didn't. The Giuliani thing was a big buildup to basically nothing. I mean, yeah, he was acting creepy. He was acting creepy through the whole thing. And, and I think if they let him go longer, like you said, it did actually just look like he had pulled the microphone off and was
3: maybe like adjusting himself,
2: but they went in the fucking bedroom. He was pre-adjusting.
3: It was pre-adjusting to get it fluffed. So it would look bigger when he whipped it out is what he was doing. And yeah, I mean that's, like that's, we've that, all pre-fluffed. A, we've all pre-fluffed, okay? I mean we've if, we've if, we've all we've all lightly pre fluffed, but that that's like a, a 60-something year old man like desperately, yeah. desperately pre-fluffing. I gotta, I gotta just he's like just suck. jamming down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so so la- and, la-
2: and let's be real. Like, what do you think is about to happen when you get invited into a bedroom with yeah. a attractive young woman with alcohol? She says, Let's go have these drinks in the bedroom. He goes in there, they t- they take off his mic. I mean, look, Like, I agree with you 100 percent. If they wanted to bury him, you let the video go a little longer. They even said he had like a hideaway like area in the hotel room that he was watching very closely from so he could barge in and make sure nothing happened. But I I, I actually think uh, Sasha fucked that up. I think he yeah. probably saw Giuliani uh, lean back and like overreacted and ran yeah. out. And then they were like, "Ah, eh, well, OK, nothing really happened. Can't reset that scene. So it's just gone yeah. now, you know? And uh, and now you're now you, you basically gave him enough leeway to try and go. Oh, I was just adjusting my mic. There was nothing untoward about it. Even though you know she was rubbing your leg and you were making really fucked up gestures and and a looks at her the entire time. But I don't know. It definitely was not anywhere near yeah. the movie that the first one was, in my opinion. Um, I had some laughs. I don't regret my time watching it. But a I, I big old meh is probably. You said that when we first I asked you for original thoughts, Scott, and you said meh. And I I uh, I will firmly put my mark in the column of yeah. meh as well
3: uh yeah it's it's i mean i think it's at parts the parts that that derrick was saying seem, seem scripted they i, I agree they do the, the the parts where he was locked down with people where, where he was very clearly having somebody faxing stuff for him that was in on the joke yeah. it, just, it didn't seem like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna receive a picture of a cock of a tiny little like beanbag, uh, tiny little schmeckle. Yeah, like uh, it was a schmeckle. There's nothing else to call it. It was a little schmeck.
2: That was the winner of the 2018 award that took it away for a year before it came yeah, back. Yeah, to the right yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I only got, I only got 17, 19, and <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> uh, Are you impressed? I remembered that joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really pissed I came up with it now because now that's my trophy. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I, th- I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. I laughed at it throughout and. I don't know I surprised well, by this. But I think I, but going into it it starts off with like one like it's like the first or second line it goes very nice and I was like oh no <laughs> like <laughs>
1: yeah. it's going to be
0: a rehashing of every fucking joke from the first one and I don't think that that really happened. Um my opinion on it is this and it's really the same with the first one. I feel like a lot of what we see that horrifies us other than the the uh uh, big group ones. Like you were saying in this one, he sings the song and people are throwing up the, the Heil Hitler sa uh, salute. Same thing in the first one. He's like in the stadium, singing the song about George Bush bombing places into a desert, yeah. or whatever it was. I don't remember how it goes. You see big groups of people then that's scary. But I think these individual uh, interactions that we see, like it's painted in a way like, Oh, look how horrible this person is. But I think like almost all of the time with those and with all of his characters, it's really just, politeness that people act like that where he's like oh I'm gonna do you know insert crazy statement and they go oh yeah okay like you know yeah. you should but they're really just in their head like get the fuck away like, from like, me like, like the I, guy who
3: like forcefully high fives him in this when he says he says like the anti-semitic comments yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah well
0: yeah. a lot of them he's they're just like oh like just go away you can make an argument that they should be saying like hey fuck you buddy you shouldn't be thinking that right. way but yeah but no no small I mean,
3: no small business owner tells someone to go fuck themselves they're gonna buy almost two grand worth of supplies yeah you know what I mean yeah, like exactly. they're
2: there's one scene in particular where I, for the most part, I agree with your statements. There's one scene in particular that I, I would have, I, it actually made me a little annoyed was the, when he wrote something about Jews on the cake and he had the woman write it out. And if I'm the woman, I'm going, no, I'm, yeah, I'm not ready. Yeah. Like I, this, I, I'm not putting an anti-Semitic slur on the cake for you. Like, I'm just not doing that. Like here's the cream, write it yourself. Like, yeah. But it was
0: Texas. Here. And they, there were big on that whole like <laughs> thing, <laughs> scenario from a couple years ago. You
2: know what I mean?
3: Oh, like- <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, you can, just, you can, uh, Ended that the right sentence thing. that it was Texas, and we were like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no but like I think I think the first one was was kind of like just picking apart how how out of the rug a lot of the corruption and racism in in the us was, yeah, because uh, I mean, like like it's always it's always been there, but it hasn't really been a focal point. you know, people kind of just like are like they're they're either numb to it because they've, they've gotten so used to it, they've seen it all the time for their entire life they've been dealing with this horse shit or there's people who are just completely unaffected by it and aren't, they don't care because it doesn't affect them. Uh, With this movie, I think we see like a a kind of a different narrative where he's trying to paint people, even people that, you know, the QAnon people, like people who are clearly insane, whether they're, whether they're plants or not. The the message of that part is these guys are clearly crazy. uh, But despite the fact that, that they're crazy and Borat believes crazy things, they still open their home to this guy and gave him a place. They're still good. Even to people who are misguided and have the wrong ideals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I would say that 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 you could call that a cohesive narrative. But at the same time, though, you do get the, the Zig Hiles and and whatnot. So yeah. it's, it's I don't know, man. I
2: actually uh, I saw him pop up in an interview uh, like yesterday or something like a video of him on like, I don't know, Good Morning America or something about the, the movie. And he actually he went out of his way to say, you know, out of character, just as an actor. He was like the guys that I bunked up with. And again, it could be all stage, but he was like the guys I bunked up with. uh You know, I they believe some crazy shit, but they were ultimately really nice guys and they cared about me and uh, they tried to help me out, with which the ridiculous situation that they thought I was in. So
3: I was like,
0: yeah, okay," but I mean, that's like like, someone who like had lived in Louisiana. I can say one of the most horrifying thing about people who have like these on the grand scale, like really awful views about entire groups of people is that on an individual level, they are so fucking kind and like sweet. And it's like. It's a really hard juxtaposition to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's really with like, I felt that with this film too, uh, with a lot of the people that he kind of showcased was that like, that's what he's showing. Like, oh, they say these terrible things, but they're being nice to me because I happen to be here in front of them right now. Like, I'm not like an idea that you're uh, uh, disputing about online.
2: I'm a person in front of you. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's really, really disturbing. It, yeah, it can be hard to watch. And I, the last thing I'd like to point out is that there was a surprising amount of heart in this film, yeah. which I did not expect. Yeah. And, you know, I have to give it up for the actress who played his daughter, because I thought I remember pointing out specifically with the trailer that I thought that aspect of the film might be poorly done. And it became one of my favorites. Yeah, it was the best part. Uh, she yeah. had she had no fucking qualms about doing some hilarious shit in front of people she did not know. Dude. Like the stuff, you know, was not staged. Uh, like like going to do a makeover and pulling up her, her fucking dress to show the hair sticking <laughs> oh my out god, her
3: yes. um, the, uh, she did some the fertility hair. the fertility dance dude oh, oh my so god
2: yeah yeah, dude uh, I thought she was fucking dynamite and, and the whole like not only her and Borat had surprisingly emotional things but her and the, 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 the black woman who helps her out yeah. and it's like you gotta be your own person all that stuff was really sweet and I, I yeah. was turning to my wife and I was like that's it that this movie has a lot of horrible people in it. And to show someone like that, who's just trying to help a young girl out who she thinks has some, some wayward views about herself and her body. I was like, that's, that's really heartwarming to see. It's a nice reminder that not everybody in this world is full of shit. Yeah. So yeah,
3: it was also, I don't know. It, I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. It was, it was also like this an interesting character arc for, for Borat to see like, uh, like, you know, all that indoctrination, all that, uh,
1: God, what's the word I'm looking for?
3: Brainwashing? Uh, I mean, to, to, yeah, to, I guess for lack of a better word, like like all the chauvinistic tendencies he had, chauvinistic tendencies yeah, yeah. That, that were kind of like just instilled in him growing up in this place where that was the, the social norm. To see him like, yeah. come to a place where he like respects and loves his daughter more than more than his sons, but more than himself, and is willing to go back and die for her and have her stay and live a happy life in America where she has opportunities aside from living in a cage, which I know it's ri- yeah. it's ridiculous in context, but I thought yeah. I thought that I thought that was beautiful. Like it it showed character development for a character who I didn't I didn't know that I would ever give a shit about. And this movie makes you actually care about him as a character, as opposed to him being a walking catchphrase. And it's the, yeah. it's the moments with his daughter that, that make that happen for me. I thought that was really well done.
2: Yeah, I mean, it It was it's like the very, very surprising, like emotional cherry on top for me, because I, I didn't expect that at all from this film, nor did I think I wanted it. And it turned out to be one of my... Like favorite parts of the film, I think. is just the, the, the art, story arc between those two and their characters. And I think it was very much needed. If if he doesn't have someone else to play off of who came from, where he came from, you know, much like he had uh, Azimat, I think, in the first film. Yeah. Uh, but this time, it's somebody he has an actual emotional connection to. Dude, um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's oh, dead in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> dead a dick chair. <laughs> 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 that, that's the little schmeckle the one that won the trophy.
0: Oh, that was so good. oh man.
2: no, I agree uh, with you.
0: I think I think the first one, like, didn't translate from a television show to a movie as well, where it was still kind of in the format of the show, like, yeah, individual segments kind of like in a jarring way thrown together. This one actually had like a, a, a cohesive, singular storyline throughout it. And I think I agree. It's funny, like, you never thought that you'd be like rooting for a dude like borat but when he like goes back and and you know to support her it's like oh hell yeah it was like a it was like a feel-good moment
2: in a movie you'd never expect to have a (laughs) feel-good moment yeah 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 it worked out really well and um i think yeah i don't think i have anything else to say about it you guys anything that's it that's all of it that's all That's all, that's all she wrote everything i have to say about it no, I mean, really, nothing else can be said, right? I mean, we've that, that, pretty much put the kibosh on the Internet conversation about Borat. Too. I feel
0: like nobody else has anything else to say about it now that we've sort of <laughs> talked about everything, you know,
2: thoroughly routed it. Uh, OK, so that's going to wrap us up. Actually, that was our final topic of discussion for today. I would like to once more call to attention that if we've said anything stupid. Oh, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> fuck TCN, <laughs> If you'd like to ask us a question uh hashtag ask on Twitter. You can also hit us up questions of the cynical nerd.com or on Facebook. Send us a message, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, once again, I know I've mentioned it twice already, but we have a Patreon up now, patreoncom slash the cynical nerd with our first piece of content that was posted yesterday, uh, which is our watch along of the 1990s, witches film. There's going to be another one up next week. It will most likely be Ernest scared, stupid watch along because that's a Excellent. fantastic idea yeah. right in time for Halloween. And boy, do I remember kind of just on the outside of my consciousness how fucking silly that film is. So I'm looking for me. To- <laughs> uh
3: Derek, what, what should our paywall be for you to get the tattoo from the ring of Lord of the Rings around your butthole? Like, like the, oh. the like the, Listen.
0: the-, oh, the uh, one ring to rule them all and in the darkness. Yeah, yeah, of- yeah, 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 yeah. One dollar. One dollar, and I'll get it. One dollar, on and, and then yeah,
2: can I dress up as Schmeagle and and not be able to give up the temptation of, of putting the ring on? Wait, <laughs> we- <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my precious! I, had, I, had, I can't put it- <laughs> I had a joke, but it's not as good as that one. No, I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I was gonna say. I was gonna uh, say the writing only shows up when he has a hot shit. Like it's just, a,
2: but you can't. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, but no, no, sure. Yeah, Smeagol <laughs> kinda won that one. Stop <laughs> <Yeah, though. yeah. laughs> writing uh, the letters
3: only heat up when he has like a real hot like
2: taco bell shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hot diarrhea. But I'm
3: also like also that like that, that visual for me was like you as Smeagol? Like you have no hair. <laughs> You're like just Yeah, like missing. i put a cap on. Yeah, like, yeah, like scolio- yeah, scoliosis real bad, but, <laughs> but <for> some, <laughs> with the glasses for, glasses. for some reason you just stalk Derek around his, his job all day when he's actually at work. Yeah, yeah, 'm like,
0: like Chris, seriously, it's not funny anymore. I'm going to get fired. Stop.
2: <laughs> just waiting for opportunities for him to like drop a piece of paper. Okay. <laughs> ah, my my precious. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh,
3: no, no, fuck. no, you can't end it yet. We got to end for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god, that was fantastic. <laughs> my, my place uh, alright now I'm going to wrap it my name is Chris you can catch me on Twitter and Twitch at TCN please that's TCN like the cynical nerd please how about you Scott
3: uh, I might stream again someday uh, be at <laughs> twitter.tv <laughs> <laughs> backslash swearwolf that's S-W-E-A-R W-O-L-F-E uh, stream like uh, once once or twice a month <laughs>
0: Like
3: 40, yeah, yeah, 40. <laughs> Derek, how about you?
0: <laughs> and my name is Derek. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Dr. Gloom M D. That's D R G L O O M
2: M D. Very good. Uh Scott, in all seriousness, you haven't been feeling great, so I hope you're feeling better.
3: Uh every day's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And on that we're gonna wrap it up. This has been
2: episode This has been episode five of the Cynical Nerd. Thanks for being here. Have a good night, guys. Thank you, guys.
3: Later.